TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. This episode of The Kickback is brought to you by Diamond in the Bluff Productions. Diamond in the Bluff is an up-and-coming entertainment company that's changing the bar trivia landscape in the city of Memphis. They offer some of the best topics, music, and prizes. Check them out at Facebook.com slash Diamond in the Bluff for the trivia schedule and locations. August's topics are I Love the 2000s, Disney movie trivia, and a very, very special Michael Jackson trivia at the end of the month. The first Tuesday of every month is a For the Culture trivia night where the trivia is always focused on everything black culture, movies, music, TV shows, you name it. Uh, if you own a bar or a restaurant and you're interested in having Diamond in the Bluff come do a night, send them a message. That's www.facebook.com slash Diamond in the Bluff. Now let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kickback on the OAM Podcast Network, coming to you live from the beautiful Central Atrium in the Crosstown Concourse in Memphis, Tennessee. We are just kicking back, talking sports, talking life. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and the OAMnetwork.com. If you're looking on any of those sites, our logo looks like the old UNTV Raps logo. is bright, fluorescent, pops out at you. You cannot miss it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the show. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave a comment. If you don't, I might think you have a little bit of hateration in you. Every time we record, you can catch us on Facebook Live. Check out the OAM Memphis Facebook page for all of that info. Check us out on all of our social medias on Facebook. Uh, it's www.facebook.com slash kickbackpod. On Twitter, it's at thekickback901. On Instagram, or it's IG, as the kids like to call it, it is the underscore kickback underscore podcast check us out follow do all that good stuff uh now that we got the business out the way let me introduce my guest not really guest anymore they're part of the kickback family uh to my right we have the kickbacks political correspondent and the host of the memphis musicology podcast on this very network we have ezra wheeler hello 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 and to ezra's right we have the kickbacks almanac Anything you need to know about sports at any other time, just give this man a call. He will let you know this is the one, the only, J.O. J.O., what's up, brother? What is up? Oh, it is you. I didn't recognize you over there. (laughs) J.O., if you're watching the live feed right right now, J.O. was particularly fresh. He has on his Cleveland Indians hat and his incognito glasses. Let's do a segment on the hat. We we didn't. Problematic or fresh? I think the hat. <laughs> I think the hat plays into our first topic very much so. Uh, and that voice, the other voice you heard, that was the voice of the one, the only, uh, the voice. That was the voice of the voice. We got somebody taking a Snapchat of us in the background. Hey, Brady, we're recording the show here. Uh, hey, how y'all been, man? It's been a while since we recorded. Doing well overall. Thirsty to get back on the air. <laughs> Well, back on the air we are. And uh, how was everybody's Halloween? It was. Did you get some tricks? Did you get some treats? <laughs> Is it PG or what? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nah, it was good. Halloween. Um, wow. Maybe it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been too much candy or something because I can't remember exactly what I did on Halloween. But I'm here today, so hey. 
You made it. You made it. You made it. You made it. Well, let's hop right into it. We had a very uh, eventful week. Uh, this country has had an eventful week. It was the culmination of um, the midterm election cycle after months and months of seeing politically charged and racially charged commercials on the TV and listening to them on the radio. People went out and rocked the vote on Tuesday, unless you did early voting, uh, which I hope some of you did. And it was kind of a, it was, I don't know if it was everybody got what they wanted, but it was in, if you had to pick a word to describe the midterm elections, what word would you use? Uh, Hmm. I agree that it was that it felt meh, but the more I learn, the more I read, the more it was uh, a bigger. The Democrats had a much better night than it felt like they had. I think the only reason I think it, it was felt, a, 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 it felt bad because the big Dems didn't win. The three big yeah. Dems didn't win, although two of them seem like they're fighting for their lives. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, the marquee races fell short. But then after that, we pretty much got. Exactly what we wanted, right? More or less, including some surprise ones. So yeah, I, I, I would call it overall a moderate to to strong success. Uh, yeah, Jo, Jay, did did you was, did you rock the vote? I keep. Uh, I want to keep that private. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, I rock the vote. I won't tell you who I vote for, but no, I rock. I'm not going. I'm not going to answer you vote for. That's for this. You and your business, uh, but um, people just want people to vote. It was one of the more eventful elections that I can remember being in my adulthood. I'm 29, and this was one of the more eventful races that I can really remember. I haven't, of course, I'm not in my 30s or 40s, so I don't remember as much as other people, but mm-hmm. I can't remember a race that was like, I want to say this controversial but i'll say it really split some people on one side of or the other it was very divisive yeah it was very divisive very 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 divisive and i mean um that's american politics it is now uh you know it's it's how can we divide yeah you know we talk about how all the things that trump is really bad at but he's been really good at splitting people apart Mm mm-hmm yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing he is great at, both literally and figuratively. Right, um, in in the things that he has been doing. Uh, so, like Ezra said, the big races that we talked about, that we, uh, people were looking at, were uh, Texas, Florida, and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, Beto O'Rourke lost to Ted Cruz in Texas, but Beto ran a hell of a race. Uh, he gave Ted Cruz a run for his money. What, two points or something. Yeah, I he, mean, which is yeah, he gave him a run for his money, which I think they said this is like the closest. That governorship, like that governor race has been. That's the Senate. But yeah, that Senate Senate race has been. Yeah, I don't think they've had a Democrat and it's been 30 odd years. And yeah, I don't think anybody's gotten as close as he has since hell. I I don't know. I don't know who the last senator from from Texas. That's right. Texas. Yeah, you know. Well, and then Ted Cruz is not the most popular, but he's high profile. He came in second to Trump in the presidential election and he's a several term incumbent. Like, that's real fucking hard to. Those are real hard things to be i mean this is a once again not a beloved man but a man with strong name recognition he literally went to the wire with trump he was almost the republican nominee and to take him down to the wire is most impressive and he knows how to cook bacon on a gun <laughs> there you go. 
What? I There's a great that. video I online. There's a video online of him wrapping bacon around the barrel of a gun and shooting it and cooking the bacon and then eating it. So if you're huh. bored, and, and of you course he's see, a Canadian who went to Harvard, he doesn't know a damn thing about. And he looks gun. like the he looks like the <laughs> lead singer of Striper, the '80s uh, hair metal band. He he he. I don't want to talk about this man's looks, but he doesn't look. He's not great. He doesn't it's look not great. He also yeah. looks like the Zodiac Killer. So, like all the descriptions of the Zodiac Killer, like fit Ted Cruz or Grandpa Munster. Uh, so the Zodiac or, Killer was never caught. So he could be the Zodiac Killer. Is what you're saying? I don't know if you saw I'm on Halloween when he tweeted out the Zodiac Killer. Yes. Stand by it's your like word. Only... Is he the Zodiac Killer or not? Say it. <laughs> now. I can't say that. You can't defend There's a great video of you him. You can't definitively call him the Zodiac Killer. Which you cannot definitively not call him that. Too. There's a great video of him uh, and someone has a sign up that says you look like the Zodiac Killer. And he just looks at it and goes, oh my. Or something like that. Like he notices it. Is it oh my. So maybe. Is, is it so oh my maybe. caught? Or is it, is it oh my. I mean, he kind of like juked around like, I got to get off stage. So I mean, it could be. I'm just, I'm not saying that he is. Yeah, I think we just as the as the we just broke news as the host of this show. I'm going to stand by and say the kickback is calling Ted Cruz a Zodiac killer. Yeah, I could son. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> I think I'm, Voice is so scared to be famous right now, and I'm, I'm going to take this leap. This guy is a Zodiac killer. I'm very. I'm, <laughs> I'm just very a producer much, for this network, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm very much so on that board. Um, and then Florida, Florida going Florida. Uh, and Georgia going Georgia. But Stacey Abrams in Georgia is still fighting for her life. And Gillum's still fighting for and, his life. Did, did, I know, did, they, did he take back his concession? Um, That must have. And I, I, think, I, so. I think he might. He must have because they're still fighting. Because they're still it. fighting yeah. for it. Yeah. As of now, now I don't know when this will. That's the problem with doing these hot takey things. I don't know when this will come out. But as of what time is it? 8.30 on Thursday night. Yeah. It's still up in the air as with Abrams. So, yeah. Holding out hope. I, I before going before Tuesday, I had like a, a like a ranking of which ones I thought would go. I thought Gillum, I thought Gillum would win Florida. Me too. Thought Abrams had a chance at Georgia, and I thought that Beto had less of a chance in Texas just because Ted Texas. Cruz is Ted Cruz. Yeah, like, like you talked about. But the, some the, of the polling kind of bared that out, but it also yeah. just felt intuitive, and yeah. I agree that was kind of how I felt. I was, which is weird because. Yeah, I don't know. Gillum was running ahead three, four points. It's Florida. They right. It, it, it's more purple than red. Whereas Georgia and Texas, of course, are strongly red. red. And but hell, Georgia, I've man, you got to talk about the voter before. suppression. And well, yeah, that's that was we'll, a we'll nice get to it. Yeah, I'm not trying to jump ahead, but that just leaves such a nasty taste in your mouth because Beto Beto ran a strong. Stacey Abrams very well probably should have won Georgia, right? Because as we probably all know. Her candidate, the candidate she was, Rick DeSantis, was his, was he DeSantis? Kemp. 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 Yeah, I mean, was in charge of the election system and did pretty, it was pretty outward, the voter suppression that he tried to, I mean, it was uh, completely undemocratic. And so I very much hope that she uh, is able to challenge it and that. You know, whatever court it goes to can recognize it is for what it is. Like, it's pretty blatant. The fact that up until the election, he was still like doing things to mess with voting, like calling for investigations into this or that, and you know, uh, not okaying more voting machines at this location and uh, the other locations. Oh all, yeah, it always seems to be a problem where pe- votes always seem to get lost at the most uh, minority locations right right like, absolutely there's never enough ballots in the hood 
but the suburbs always have enough ballots. They always have enough open machines. Um, but like I wrote down here, man, like major issues for this campaign cycle, I guess, would be voter suppression, the racist verbiage, fear mongering, yada yada yada, the usual in American politics. Like although the, although it's not necessarily the usual, it, it is it's the near reality. But we can't start thinking that this is how that shit goes because it's not. Like the ads, you know, racism is always, but we've been saying dog whistles since the 60s. Right. We're doing bullhorn shit in 2018. Like those were ads that were ran in the last week that Fox News pulled for being too racist. That's not normal. Like the the level of fear mongering, the caravan stuff. I mean, this was some next level. This was not normal. And once again, it, it reflected 2016. But what right. we saw this year is not what it looked like in 2014. I, 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 I mean, the 2014 midterms look nothing like this in terms of racial animus, and you know, at, at that point in time, I wasn't paying nearly as much attention. Mm-hmm. So I can I want to lean on your expertise and your knowledge on that because I wasn't right. Like I mean, I voted, but I just voted the names I knew to vote. You sure, know what I'm sure. Like, I was I was, and I can't even say that I'm that super knowledgeable about the, the politics and stuff. Now you just you. It's kind of you got to be aware in these day and age in this day and age since 2016 because you just never know one day you might wake up and somebody signed a law that you're not supposed to be alive anymore. Well, that, you, know, that, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, that, like, I guess my only pushback is just recognizing that this isn't how it always was. Mm-hmm. It's not how it was four years ago. This is the new normal is uglier and more racist and more outward, and that's worth recognizing and not forgetting that it hadn't always been this way. This is some new. Once so, again, not overall, but in the, the does tone. It, does it that, keep going this way, though? Well, I don't. I think, I think that, when I think it comes from Trump's about. mouth, it works. I think when it comes from other people's mouths, it doesn't so much. I don't know if that makes sense. I think when other people try to play the Trump playbook, it hadn't worked in their favor as well. But as long as he's in the picture, man, he's able to sell that racist bullshit. And that's. That's what he does. No, they had a bad election. I mean, they won some seats in the Senate that we can talk about that. That was about the map. So. Did it work? Do I think it fired up his people a little bit to where Republicans matched almost Democrats in terms of showing out in historic numbers? Yeah. Did they still lose? Yeah. So I don't. It fires up everybody. It's hard to say. There's one thing. I that think he it does, does work on his base, but it works on our base, too. It, it works. It works for his base and it works uh, for his the opposition. Yeah, and the I opposition. think there's more of the opposition. That, so I don't, I don't know how I don't know, but it is scary. You know, I think it's very scary. Um, some other races that are here: uh, Marsha Blackburn. Boo! What? <laughs> um, she's basically a Trump surrogate. Yeah, Plan- yeah planted here in Tennessee. Worst commercials ever. Yeah. Senator or governor? Which one was she? She's a Senate. Senate. Jeff Feet beat Phil Bredesen, the former governor, mm-hmm. who was running for Senate. Right, who was running for Senate in a. Boring ass, lackluster, centrist campaign, and not even to get on my liberal BS, but get on it. I've been irritated when you hear so Beto going back to Beto Abrams Gillum, progressive, unapologetically progressive candidates, and I knew it was going to happen. And what we've been hearing from a lot of mainstream media things is, well, is this a a rebuke against? liberal candidates do the democrats need to move to the center well we just said all three of them got so extremely close as two of the three and 
had no business getting that close. When your centrist got the shit kicked out of him by 12 points by a Nazi brain dead moron. So no, I don't buy that. I think this, the centrism that I would have voted for Kavanaugh stuff, it was, uh, I kind of found it kind of shameful and it certainly didn't help him. He lost by 12 where the other three candidates who were quote unquote too progressive all came within a point. So that narrative just irritated me today because it doesn't ring true. And I mean, the other Heidi Hyde camps, there's several of these moderate to centrist candidates who got whooped, you know? So whatever, that's just more of an aside, but uh, yeah, Bredesen was probably never going to win, but, I think I think that's where I come down on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he. I mean, plan to the right as right. a Democrat. I don't. Yeah, I don't. If, I don't if I'm if I'm going to vote for the right, well, I've got Marsha Blackburn. You know who else would have voted for Kavanaugh? Marsha Blackburn. Marsha Blackburn. Well, I'm voting for you. You know, I just yeah. So that was strange. That was a sad outcome, but unsurprising. She also voice. You were talking about the commercials that she was running. Oh yeah, I mean, what a terrible person to sell you anything. Man. Like when she said, when he says uh, a vote for Marsha Blackburn is a vote for me, I was like, I'd turn the t- like turn the TV off automatically. <laughs> right? Like, why would how how could you sell this to people? Yeah, and like, and the worst part is that it it worked. It did work. It worked. It, it worked. worked like gangbusters. And uh, it also worked to get Gibson's Donuts social media <laughs> accounts. Completely erased. Let's talk about it. All right. So Did they, 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 erased they erased the whole? Social media. Yeah. So uh, last I saw, uh, their social media accounts were all deleted. Okay. So for our out of city, out of state listeners here, to we thank you for listening. Um, Gibson's Donuts is a is a famous donut factory, local institution. It's a local institution here in Memphis. It's been on the Food Network. Uh, many times. What's the dude's name? Uh, Alden Brown. Alden Brown loves it. Every time he comes to Memphis or around this area, he gets Gibson donuts. And I will tell you one thing: the donuts are fire. Yeah, they are. The the, the thing that they do where they give the donuts out for free at the end of the night, like the late night, like one a.m., where they're like throwing them out because you don't want old donuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but when you're drunk and you're like, I know, but that just if you go in there and they're instead of throwing them away, they give them to you. I'm just gonna say I don't like being mad at Gibson. I'm not. I I don't like being mad at Gibson. Gibson's has been good to us. Gibson's was that's right a, a integral part of our high school, high school career for sure. And our freshman and college year when we come come back. Um, How mad um, are we? That's the question. On a scale of one, to, well, let me tell them why we're mad. Okay, okay? that's right. That's for, right. For, for, for we didn't let get the tell, Let me tell you why you're mad. So. Um, was it on election day or before? The day uh, before it was the, the the morning of election day. The morning of election day, one Marsha Blackburn appeared. At Gibson's Donuts. Um, apparently, she and her team had reached out to Gibson's about coming in for a, a, ca- a photo op campaign stop. Well, not really campaign stop. It was actually it was voting on that day. So, um, you know, photo op, meet the people, whatever. And Gibson said, OK. And soon as like the first picture was flashed and put on social media, all hell broke loose. Uh, they received a lot of backlash, so much so that the owner of Gibson's had to come out and say, yo, I don't know what's going on. Like, we've had so many other political people come and enjoy our donuts. I don't understand why people are so mad or putting us in this place right now. Because if I may, they we, also they, we allow Marsha to come. And we're like, people had to put them in this place. 
Well, he made the mistake of lying and saying yeah. that, well, Marsha Blackburn came in here with uh, to get a donut and cameras and what we're going to do, turn her away. When it turns out the event had been planned for like 72 hours. Yeah, there was hours. a Facebook. So, and that didn't help. Yeah, right. Facebook that didn't help. Right. She didn't just walk in. It was, yeah, like a Facebook event. So that just kind of added to the whole drama of the situation. But And now everybody is like, boycott Gibsons. They support this horrible, horrible person in Marsha Blackburn. Uh, we cannot support you and your delicious bacon caramel donuts anymore. But you know, the thing about that is like, we shouldn't be going to Jerry the King Lawler's place because he was there. He got a photo op with her and Jerry well, the King the, Lawler is a red guy. That's the slip. Oh yeah. He's, he's appeared. He was at South. He was in South Haven with Trump, right? He was. He yeah, absolutely he was. was uh, I would like to take him to Suplex City. <laughs> How would you get there? Jerry Lawler, if you're listening, I want to take you to Suplex City. <laughs> Look, man, we already called we already called Ted Cruz Zodiac Killer. Can so we, we don't, <laughs> uh, y'all I stand beside this. Jerry Lawler, I'll take you to Suplex City. Take him there. Take him there. Bum, bum, bum. Beat up Jerry. Bow, bow. <laughs> so how how yes. mad are we at Gibson's? I'm like a th- like a three mad, man. I'm I like I'm more mad at Gibson's explanation. Me too. Than the fact that they did. Because like you're a business. You can do what you want to do. If you want to say, look, man, she wanted to get some donuts. We gave her some donuts. That's what we do. Like we gave Democrats donuts. We gave Republicans donuts. Yada, yada, yada. Like, boom. Don't come up with a lie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I hey, she agree. just showed up and then the cameras just happened to be with her. And the next thing I know, we just happen to have her favorite donut ready for her. Yada, yada. Like, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't do nothing like that. Right. I agree. I think that was a mess up. Uh, in general, yeah, wasn't that a, I just. It's weird what people get mad at. Like, I, I, okay, if you don't like it, I get it. But I, folks mad as shit about Gibson. Post, I didn't see you post anything about Marsha Blackburn. Right. In the two months she's been running, I never heard you say anything about how, if you're going to use your political voice and your political power, maybe don't attack your local donut shop. I don't know. It just felt weird. It did. A it, weird again. channeling of your anger energy against the local donut shop. Yeah, they didn't handle it well, but like, Right. I just, it's a three, it's a two. I don't really care. I don't, I, and I like don't really it, care. And people want to make it political. Uh, you know, oh, well, you guys don't want, you guys want to boycott Gibson's because Gibson's is supporting Republicans. It's like, no, like, we're not, hey, we're, people aren't mad at Gibson's for supporting Marsha Blackburn, the Republican. People are mad at Gibson's for supporting Marsha Blackburn, the person. And that's absolutely Because right. she's a horrible person. Was it, like, you can get, a, what's another, what's another? The dude who even ran for governor, Bill Lee, Bill who Lee, won yeah. governor. Bill Lee comes in, nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares. Because like, he's not toxic. You, and so, you, yeah. You, we don't like, people got mad because it's Marsha Blackburn, this horrible, shitty person. Right. And not, it's because it's Marsha Blackburn, the Republican. Like, and, they, and they deserve some, some, right. You, 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 you should have known better. You, you should have known better. Or, you should have expected it. That's right. And said, okay, guys. Because they genuinely like, acted blindsided. Right. They like, act, they, they really they didn't know like what was didn't up. They didn't know what was going on with it. And maybe they didn't, but that's that's, that's not due diligence on your part. Right. You right. know? So, yeah. Uh, Some more um, voting chicanery mm. uh, or shenanigans, if you will. Um, there was a guy. And this dude is a gem. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this story so much. <laughs> Just because of how ridiculous... And Southern it is. Indeed. And like, this is when it's like has Mississippi and Tennessee written all over it. So there's been a, there's a picture that went viral of a person voting in Mississippi who has wearing a t-shirt that says Mississippi justice on it. And it has uh, a noose um, on top of a Mississippi flag. Right. So it's like the Mississippi flag and says Mississippi justice. And there's a noose hanging. 
And somebody takes his picture and somebody puts on Twitter like, yo, look what I saw in my polling place. Like, this is unacceptable. Yada, yada, yada. And the Internet working the way it works. Somebody's like, oh, shit, I know that dude. Right. And then somebody else like, oh, yeah, that dude works. He works with me. Oh, where do you work? Regional one hospital. Oh, wait. This dude works as a he's a works in a hospital. He helps people. Hmm. What's his name? Oh, What's my dude name? His name is Clayton John Hickey. I could have guessed it. Oh, gosh. His name I could have guessed what it. What do you have the three name? What his do you name have is, the three name? His name is Clayton John Hickey. Oh, shit. Is it the same Clayton John Hickey that was on the Memphis Police Department that got fired in 2010 for being caught with an underage girl in an open bottle of alcohol in his car? We have racist police officers, Jamal. This is... Racist police officers? What? Who drink with underage what? girls? Where are we? And then we and <laughs> a lot of mercy. When did the police get racist? And then work in a hospital with black people that he has to help Mm-mm. take care of? Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And my man got fired. And he got fired. They reached the one. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you drag us into this? Right. Regional One has their hands in so many things, too. Regional One is like the sponsor of the Tigers this year. Like, oh, yeah, got, they had to yeah. let his ass. Oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's such bad. The funniest press. quote was, "I saw his dude. Say, <laughs> he didn't want to. He, he didn't want his name out there. He's like, yeah, I'm a firefighter, and I've dropped many black patients off to this dude. And now I'm worried if he took care of him. For I real. mean, that's it's genuinely scary because yeah. this dude is a fly, he's a a very outward racist, obviously, because yeah. he wants to wear a Mississippi Justice shirt with a noose on it to vote. Well, sir, you got your justice. That's right. Now you're unemployed for the second time for doing something stupid. Let's not forget that you were a Memphis police officer. He probably will be again. He's going to get in the job somewhere else because that's what happens. That's what happens. The land of opportunity. They fell up. He'll go to Franklin County. He'll be all right. Right. Well, he'll just go, yeah, O'Brien. O'Brien. Lord. What's another county? Mm. Tipton. 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 This time, you know, I think he's going to Arkansas. He already fucked up in Tennessee. He right. He fucked up in Mississippi. He'll go to Arkansas. They're all, I mean, you can live in Arkansas and go to Tennessee and Mississippi all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the next place he's going to go. The, kinda, be, the good thing is, that, oh, hell yeah, there are places who could give a shit. But it's kind of nice that when you Google Clayton John Hickey, <laughs> this is what you get. Some of these fools can fly under the radar. My and man, Clayton John many, Hickey. Clayton ain't, John Hickey. No. Probably, he's probably like the only Clayton. What was his nickname? Hick? Hey, hey, Hickey. Clay Hickey. I mean, Hickey he just, just sounds like just everybody that's Clay? trying to assassinate a president ever. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's in, definitely a... In the, in the news today, the FBI... Like a thwarted, serial killer name. They're thwarted always, another attempt on President's life. Clayton John Hickey was caught in this... If you told were me, found in the basement of Clayton John Hickey. Yeah. Fuck. If you told me Clayton John Hickey was a character from A Time to Kill, I wouldn't argue with you. Because <laughs> nah. I'd be like, yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah, he was the racist one, right? I remember Clayton John Hickey from high school. He never liked them blacks. I tell you about Clay. Let me tell you about Clayton John. One time we were in high school, one of them black girls walked by. He was oh. dressed for PE in the stalls. He he wouldn't. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? Because he's because we know psycho. the type. We know the type. Clayton, he wouldn't. He wouldn't take his shirt off in front of them. He wouldn't. They had to leave that locker room. One time, we tried to play basketball, and they were out here running, running fast and jumping high. <laughs> well, he finally got naked in front of a seventeen-year-old girl. Just happened to be in his police car, not in high school. Damn it, Clayton John! God Hickey. Damn it, Clayton! God, Hickey. <laughs> 
Clayton, uh, Clayton, Clayton, wherever you are, bro. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, wherever you are. <laughs> but also, hey, the call-in number is nine zero one. That's right. Four five seven four six seven seven. Clayton, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to plead your case right now, we're open, bro. Yeah. Oh, nine zero one four five seven four six seven seven. Come on, <laughs> lines are open. Okay. All right. Another thing that this um this kind of this political cycle brought out in this, this conversation you and I were having earlier, Ezra. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's, it, it isn't new to this election or the prior election. It, it started in 2008 mm-hmm. um, or maybe 2007 when Barack started campaign, whatever, and all that stuff. Friendships. Friendships in this politically charged era, this politically charged time. Do you find it hard to be friends with people? Of, of the, <laughs> people, uh, yeah. are you more of a of opposing, opposing <laughs> viewpoints? Yeah, of a person with a viewpoint that's different than you. Like, are, I don't, like, I don't want to just say like, if you're a Republican, do you have Democrat friends? If you're a Democrat, do you have Republican yeah, yeah. friends? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, of course, the the answer is yes, and kind of obviously, it it's a matter of degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, I've already probably cut you out. If you're still voting Republican, I mean, it just gets harder. Yeah. Every, you know, I won't, I won't name any names, but I was talking to somebody very recently who really came with me with a very genuine mea culpa and even admitted I voted for Trump and I, and I deeply, and of course you kind of want to shake him and be like, fuck what are you, those though, if you can say. I really made a mistake and I repent and I hate this and I will now do what I can to kind of turn the tide. Okay. Like I, I believe in forgiveness and I think it's important to extend that short of that. They're not, I'm yeah. kind of okay with, uh, and I got real tired of all these enlightened centrist memes of no matter who you fuck that. Then that's not taking it seriously. This isn't sports teams. Yeah, this isn't. Well, you're an Alabama fan and I'm an LSU fan, but at the end of the game, we're well, duh, it's a damn sports game. If we're talking about politics, it's not a game. It's not rah rah rah. We wear different colors, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because it does really matter, especially when it's this consequential and awful, and you're flirting with fascism. Well, that's not. It's not sports, and so the answer more or less is. Yes, it's much harder for me to be friends with conservative people who continue to support this administration. Big time. J.O., what about you? Um, it will affect the friendship. I mean... Politics and religion are some of the things that affect friendships the most. Yeah, that's... Relationships, uh, too. Yeah, especially in the South, because mm-hmm. we all, for the most part, grow up a certain way. And when your friends branch off... I have personal experience when... Your family or friends branch off into different beliefs, and things can get a bit rocky between yeah. people. Me personally, I try to keep religion and politics out of it, but politics I kind of bring into it a little bit more now because it's a little bit more of a serious situation. So you have to really see where people stand on that because that can give you a bit of an indicator on how a person really is. Right. Well, I, I go ahead. No, just piggybacking that to me, it's not just at this point, especially it's not just politics. Which what what tax system do you prefer? What 
it's who are you and what are you what are your morals Mm -hmm. who are you what is your moral backing what do you find reprehensible what do you find unforgivable what do you where's your line and at some point well then why if we if we are disaligned on the basics of what we think it means to be a good person then of course it affects friendship that's literally friendships are based on so much of that and if we're completely you know discompatible then I'm kind of okay. If it's a long, lifelong friend or family, I mean, I get that it gets complicated. I'm not trying to be cavalier, but at some point, yeah, I have to say that we're we're too far apart, and I can't respect your viewpoints anymore. And so, I like to. I mean, like I full disclosure, I can't think of. I don't have many friends who. Uh, I don't have many conservative friends. Right. Like you know, what I'm saying like, I don't. I don't know if it's by design or this is how it shook out. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, how, bl- you're how, a black dude from Memphis, from Memphis that went to right. public school. I mean, even most of the white kids we knew were more progressive. Right. So, yeah. So, um, but now when it's time, like, sometimes you got to sit and talk to people like, hey, are you were you were a Trump supporter or you're, you're a Republican? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like the one person I think about is our classmate. Sure. Um, I haven't had a conversation with him in years, mm-hmm. but I would hope that if I did. I can say, hey, right, you're Republican. You've been a Republican since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. How do you feel about this? And you say, you know what, Jamal? I'm a Republican. I hate what Donald Trump does. I hate what he stands for. But whatever, like if you can, ex- if you can explain to me reasons why, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he shouldn't. We shouldn't even let him get this far. Grabbing him by the pussy, da, 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 boom, boom, this. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with this. But I agree with this, 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 this. Well, I'm a. I have a conservative worldview, but that's different than right. the Republican Party. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying. And the person you talk about, I actually nowhere near as close as you were. I, I have messaged him. Uh, we messaged on election night, 2016. Mm-hmm. I was drunk and felt like I wanted to. Want to pick a fight? No, <laughs> no, I wanted a Republican to explain it. I wanted to talk to a Republican who I knew was disturbed. Yeah, is really what it was. It wasn't me picking a fight. I would have picked a fight with a bunch of people before him. I reached out and said, how you feeling? He said, I'm scared of shit. And I said, good. So yeah, like like that. You, you know what, what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. But yeah, you, 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 you use your vote for that. Now, now, did you vote for Trump? No, but do you did you vote for people who will inevitably right. uh, assist in this? Yes, and to yeah, you, your your it's moral a, high ground has a low ceiling. Yeah, when it comes to continued support of again, I'm not asking you to become a liberal. I understand that if you're a conservative, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the parties right now, mm-hmm. and the parties right now, one has lost their damn mind. Right. And if you can't recognize that, then if you can't recognize that and then like verbalize it and say, you know what, I don't or know, actively work against that, whether it's voting in the primaries, right. whether it's posting on social media saying as a Republican, I find this. But you got a voice and you got things you can do. And I've not seen many people use that power. And that's tough. The thing that is really scary is um, I, I produce a lot of I, I've produced radio shows and stuff like that. And I've dealt with some people that are conservative. And there is a sense of apathy with some of these people who are just saying, well, he was our guy. He was our guy, so I voted for him. Mm-hmm. He, Which is literally making politics, like I said, sports. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I might not love our quarterback, but I'm a Saints fan, which is, of course, a bad concern. But I may not love our 
but you know, that's my team and well, but it's not sports. It's politics. We got a call. Who's calling in? I think I know who's calling in. <laughs> Caller, welcome to the kickback. It's the one, the only Philip Pomeroy. What's up, baby? What yes. up, guys? <laughs> there he is. What's up, friends? <laughs> 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 yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, it's a true story. I call into the Republican radio station about every other day. <laughs> and uh, just to tell them how much I think that guns are bad, okay? But what you guys are doing, I just, I, yeah, it's, it's not a sports team. This is real life now. First and time Thanksgiving's <laughs> gonna be really weird for a lot of families. It, it is. Yeah. That's a great point. Ooh. Phillips a long time listener, first time caller. Um Hey guys. From all the way from Austin, Texas, this uh blue island surrounded by a sea of hell. <laughs> oh, that's right. How you how are you guys coping with the better loss? Y'all yeah. y'all making it? Yo, it was a it was a wild night. And I mean I'll tell you we've never as a as a middle thirty year old white male we're not I've never hung yet. with other we're, we're early 30s dude. dog come on now okay all right spoiler alert no but we made a voting plan we got together we read and like each of us took apart like every um everything on the ballot like all the propositions in austin and everything and everyone like dissected it and all the candidates and uh we went in there with a voting plan and we got everybody got two other people to vote and got everyone registered, and it still was just not enough. Well, I'm kind but, of shaking talking about it. No, I understand, but uh, genuinely mad credit to y'all because what you did was incredible. It it wasn't quite there, but it, it blew everybody's. The people who's who were disappointed, and I don't say this hatefully. I mean, it's good to to, to hope big. And, would, yeah, but people yeah. who were shocked don't really know about politics. Yeah. And the people who really know about politics can say what y'all did was shocking. The fact that it was this close, it, it was really impressive. And that affects down ballot races. I mean, I don't know how it turned out in Texas down ballot, but the energy he created for the leftist had to trickle down to other. I mean, and that's huge, man. And so... Did, oh yeah. Did, did you did you get a chance to get to one of the rallies and see Beto in person? My wife did and got a picture. Um I went to like every march that we had since this guy was elected. Yeah. Uh and and Beto's ground game was incredible. Just the amount of people that they had getting voters registered was insane. Um dude, And that and has lasting effects door-to-door people i mean they want they wanted to knock on like a million doors every weekend and they and it showed it really did so like you you called in uh, right at the point where we we're talking about friendships and how this political climate is affecting friendships or has affected friendships you're in yeah. texas right now um I, I don't think yep. that you have i'm sure you have friends who believe differently than you how has that how had how has that affected y'all friendship or has it uh, so Texas is Texas, but Austin's lucky enough to be progressive. I think 75% of Austin voted for Beto. Wow. And that, that just shows that, like, yeah, it was massive, massive numbers on one side. I, I look around, not a lot of my friends are conservative. And I made a joke, like, the election night, I was going to take my Beto shirt off and have a crew shirt underneath it, like, fair weather fan style. <laughs> but it, <laughs> 
like all the people in the room when I made the joke, they're like, no, nah, this is not the time. Yeah, yeah. You read that room wrong, not, bro. Not. <laughs> ha, yeah, spicy. But, uh, no, dude, friends, like friendships, they come and go, but this point now, it's like kids in cages, uh, another mass shooting, you know, like when do we draw the line? I mean, we can all love the Second Amendment like the last guy, but these are, these, some things need to change. Right. Well, I mean, it's, 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 I don't, I think the only word I can use is amazing and I'm not using amazing in the, in the good way, but it's amazing that that thing, that that shooting happened this morning, two days after an election where a bunch of pro gun people won, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and if that doesn't open your eyes or let you know the kind of shape that this country is in, then I don't know, man. And I just don't. It's such a weird thing. Gun control seems How? to be such a hard, slippery issue. I don't understand why this gun control is so divisive on people. I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Because to all. me, it's almost that if you're a conservative, but you're nobody's trying to take away the Second Amendment. But we're saying maybe crazy people shouldn't hit. It's it feels like a losing issue for the left, which is bonkers to me. Because to me, it seems like such an obvious thing. And so right. I don't. There's a love affair with guns that I'm not part of that i don't fully understand but it's one of the things that leaves me scratching my head every time is why is there such heavy support for yeah just uh, this I woke completely laissez-faire you know system i woke up this morning and i looked at my phone and there was the cnn alert there was the apple news alert that this happened and like no lie i read it on to the next one and it was like i'm just okay like my right. alarm went off my first alarm went off Stopped it, looked at my phone, read it, and I said, hmm, damn. And went, and went back to sleep until my second right. one. Like, the fact that it does mass shootings don't bother us as a country anymore. I was watching a video in the car before I walked in here about a mother whose son was killed this morning. But he survived the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. there were You two, survived Vegas? There were two people. And you, like, what in the, how? Right. We're now getting into double jeopardy status where you've lived through several mass shootings. That is, that's sick. That is, and for that, for her. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? For her to have your your son live through this one horrible event. Right. And less than a year later. Has it been a year yet? Since Las Vegas? Oh, it's been a year. It's been a year? Yeah, yeah. A year, like, to, to have him, like, come on now. Right. Like she said, I don't want your thoughts and prayers. I want gun control. Right. Like, I don't want yeah. anybody else to say, oh, tell me that they're praying for me or they're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Like, go vote or go do what the hell you got to do to make people understand. I'm heartbroken for that woman. Yeah, can, oh, yeah. Can I, can I bring up a, a, something? Go ahead. It's really small. It's uh, so about two and a half years ago, there was a gunman downtown Dallas that uh, kind of in it went into a uh, Black Lives Matter um, right. march and popped off but what the cops do the cops strapped some c4 to a cell phone and told the told the guy to take the cell phone out of the bomb bomb retriever arm and blew up this dude turns out the guy was an ex-marine yeah that was two and a half years ago the sutherland spring shooter that killed 20 something people at a church ex-marine an hour outside of austin another marine dude today another marine and we are all freaking out over this caravan. Excuse me, I'm not saying we. Fox News is telling us to freak out over a caravan. 
but it's the soldiers that are coming home with PTSD that lose their shit. Yeah. And go off. And that's what we need to be scared of, dude. Right. And then not to make it, well, it, everything's political. And so I will make it, but, but it's the support the troops crowd that, you support the troops when you want them to go blunt, bro, blow up brown children, but when they get home, uh, fuck oh, yeah. them. You're not funding your VA. We're, I'm not funding the VA. Not I'm not funding your VA. their... Not I, and if they yeah. need to get a gun, yeah, I mean, it's just this sick disconnect, because you're exactly right. There's, And then I thought about the same today is certainly a pattern there. I mean, it's not the whole story, but it's, 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 part, it's part of the of story, you know? Yeah. I think the DC sniper might have been uh, ex-military. Ex-military, yeah. There was a, yeah. And of and course, it's been shooting the on military choose, choose bases. Crowd. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the choose life crowd's all the same, too. It's like, don't have an abortion, choose life, but then let's defund uh, early childhood intervention for kids with disabilities. Well, not that. It's let's really make sad. let's make contraceptions hard to get. Right. We hate abortion, but we also hate contraception. Well, <laughs> since in a disconnect here, well, I'm, I'm, you know. I mean, let's 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 let. Let's make condoms and IUDs and birth control available. As hard to get as possible. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, there's a bizarre disconnect on so many levels, but. <laughs> Yo, but I'm going to hop off. It's raining. I'll talk to y'all later. Be safe, friend. Is, okay. <laughs> Peace, Paul Warren. Thank you, man. That was the first call we had on the show. No shit. Yeah, I appreciate Pomeroy. Pomeroy, like, bro, Pomeroy listens all the time. He listens and he pays attention all the time. That's my guy. He went to high school with us at the White Station High School. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That was a good I'm conversation. Glad I'm, I'm, and I'm glad he brought up what he just brought up because um, I didn't have that on here because I, I honestly didn't know if I could bring it up the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it was, um, it was nice. And, uh, I know that mom doesn't want thoughts and prayers, but that's all we can do right now. And I just feel for like that dad that was on TV. Boy, I was about to mention that. How Jesus Christ, gut wrenching. Yeah, I was at my desk like, don't cry, don't cry, because that was truly yeah. awful. It was. And so, for for my job, I was doing a had a pretty good day today. Uh, we we're planning on doing an event at Dave and Buster's, so uh, we went to Dave and Buster's for a site visit. Fun to check it out make sure it was what we needed it to be and uh they end up feeding us for free and gave us some gameplay oh yeah so play a for free play some games for free but they had fox news and cnn on the big tvs so just like at noon mm-hmm. so nobody's in there and the they showed the video of that dad crying and talking but the audio was off so i didn't know what was i mean you could read what was going on you know, sure, going sure, on, sure. you know what he was saying so when i got back to my desk I read it. I mean, I listened to it again. And I heard what he was saying. And I was like, you know, I got X. Yeah. After the first 10 seconds. I oh, yeah. I'm done. I can't, I can't listen. It was anymore. a visceral <clears throat> pain in that, man. So, um, yeah, we got to do something about that gun control. And part of that is what we're talking about with this. Part of that is voting. You vote for the people that can do that. I mean, the NRA is the NRA. Um, Andrew Gillum said what he had to say. Right. Yeah. About him and, and his opponent. And they're, they're buying people. Uh Bob Blackburn. Bob Blackburn. Yeah. What else, what else I want to say about this before we go Blackburn. to the next topic? She got a bad name. Marsha Blackburn. Blackburn. <laughs> Let's burn the blacks. Yeah. Uh, just, 
Yeah, I wonder where that family name came from. <laughs> What's the origins of that one, sister? Yes. Yeah, they always say your surname is like a job that you had. Yeah, I'm like, a wheeler. We like probably made tailor. wheels. What did Taylor. you do, Marsha Blackburn? What if it's not her real name? <laughs> what if it's like Japanovich, but like she needed a, a shorter, more political name, and she watched. What can I do to get white people on my side? Let's call myself Blackburn. <laughs> That'll work. Well, you say that, does I that mean to, she's Russian or is like, she, like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, like. Trump did support her yeah, pretty hardcore. that's what I'm saying. Like, and she had, well, we have to stick her in rural Tennessee. What should we call her? I'm giving J.O. a new name. I'm giving J.O. conspiracy theory. Like, J.O. is the kickback conspiracy theorist. That's like, you're the almanac and the conspiracy theorist, bro. I just like to connect the dots. I know. I'm, I'm saying you connected them. You got them. I'm just saying. This is something else you got. Um, I can see Trump in the Oval Office. I get it. <clears throat> what we got to do? Burn. <laughs> Texting her, Marsha. <laughs> Changing. Uh, speaking of Trump, forty-five. Oh my God! I keep saying this. <sighs> I woke up one day and Donald Trump was the president. The end. I don't. I I hate how good Donald Trump is at what he does. Mm-hmm. He is the which he, is not being president. Which but, is, like he's not a good president, but he's but he's great at playing. He's great at being in the public eye, mm-hmm. and he does. He playing. He's playing chess where everybody else playing checkers when it comes to this shit. And it is awesome. It's all like take take a step back, and it's like it's awesome to watch somebody control everything. A media the narrative the, the way, way he can. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's crazy. So what is he like? He has his presser yesterday, um, where he acts a whole damn fool. 45 like an hour and 45 minutes of just acting a fool mm-hmm. he gets into it with uh jim acosta he calls a reporter Rude. doesn't call her a racist he says her question is racist for her literally reading back what he said so he was right <laughs> in, a, in a sense <laughs> to, to him then he fires jeff sessions yeah yeah. And then he's like, you know what? Let me keep my name in the news. So the Democrats got firing to, Jeff Sessions. Democrats got to bask in their glory for all of two hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is pretty fascinating. Um And somebody I mean, I, I read it, I think I was watching Trevor Noah or something today, and he was like, Yeah, like Trump obviously Trump knew he was gonna do this. He just couldn't do it before the midterms. So if you do it before the midterms, you're gonna you might lose some people. Right. So you wait until the mid, you wait until what happens with the midterms and then you fire Jeff Sessions and you replace him with the person who has already laid out his plan on how to stop the investigation into you. Right. What was Mark Whitaker, I yeah, believe, Whitaker. who was, uh, yeah, Sessions attorney, chief of staff. Yeah, chief of staff. I want to say uh, attorney general. I don't know why I said that. Because well, he, he's the attorney general now. You're right. Yeah, it's it's all very bizarre. Like you said, he's been very clear on the fact that he wants to undermine the Mueller investigation. But then there's also interesting things about how even replacements at this level have to be Senate confirmed not to get into position, but have had to have been previously Senate confirmed. And this man wasn't. So it's just one more. Well, can Trump just do whatever the fuck? We'll he see. Can. But it he seems can, like he can. He it, can. That's whatever right. he wants to do, he can get done. And I, I, I'm not I'm not going to make that comparison because this I don't want. Yeah, that way. But um, but yeah, whatever like whatever he wants happens. That's the way it is. Because the law says the Senate. Well, I guess we'll just well whatever. Keep on. Not that the Senate wouldn't, because they'll do anything at this point. Now that they have a bigger majority, but yeah, it's all troubling, man. I mean, uh, I'm trying to walk. I'm trying to. 
back up off the edge a little bit, but I, what I hate about this damn administration is every time there's good news and you want to celebrate, <laughs> just wait five minutes. You'll realize that there's some real dark under. When was the last time we just had, I don't know. There's so many instances of reprehensible, disgusting people getting fired and you get real happy. And then, then the first put- thing you read is like, Oh, hold up. <laughs> his replacement's hold this much my beer. worse. Yeah. His replacement's this much worse. Exactly. And like even like and then like even this morning you had the the, the news that Ruth Bader Gins RBG yeah. <laughs> fell down and broke her hip. Ruthie. Man, why isn't she just wrapped in plastic wrap? Like I, we my, need to get her in bubble wrap suit. <laughs> one of my one of my homegirls, Morgan, tweeted like, "Yo, whose job was it to make sure she didn't fall?" Yeah, I mean, because you're fired, bro. That's right. We must protect her. You're out of here. Whose job was it to be with her? Because you're you like, if we like come like you not so you fire se- fire sessions. This happens. Lord no, like uh, oh yeah, retiring or saying you know what I'm done and then boom, there's another se- like. I tell you what, the man is playing chess. Yeah, no, he ain't playing. He ain't smart enough to play chess. Does anybody the know man how Ruth Bader Ginsburg fell? Tic tac toe. Says she just fell in her office. Oh, we got a conspiracy. Conspiracy alert! Conspiracy alert! Conspiracy alert! Does anybody know? How did she fall, Jo? I mean, she's been I mean, she's been upright. All this time, <laughs> she falls the day after the election. No, nobody, nobody looks like nobody looks at this type of stuff. <laughs> Has she come out with a statement? Is she even talking right now? I hadn't that, heard a word. That, from that's her. why we got you. We don't need nobody else to come up with this type of stuff. We got yeah. you to come up with it. That's why we got you on. Somebody, this show. I'm fully bought in at this point. Philip said, in her office, broke three ribs. Yeah, yeah she broke three ribs. We who didn't breaks, ask what happened? We asked who tripped her, Phil. Who breaks? Who three, pushed her? Who breaks three ribs on carpet? <laughs> a 87 year old woman <laughs> a fragile 87 oh, yeah, year old woman yeah so you mean to tell me Shane Hardy it's in the oh my gosh there's some hit, like somebody come, oh, put some oil man. down or a banana peel or something like that it ain't right whatever <laughs> you can't put oil on carpet I blame Kevin All right, I'm just saying banana peel and then when she slipped on it some bongos were playing and then she fell down right I blame Kevin off he snuck into the he did something it's something going y'all ever seen <laughs> Y'all seen them videos where like they put uh, cooking oil on the kitchen floor? And somebody, <laughs> yeah, say, hey, yeah. come in here real quick. And somebody runs in there. Kevin, I'll just he happened. dropped beer. He dropped some beer. It was some beer. He dropped some beer. He, he likes like, beer. He was out there taking shots. And sh- <laughs> I like beer. <laughs> Spilled a little shot, shot of whiskey and a beer. <laughs> Damn, and he spilled the beer and roof, roof just being roof. You know what I'm saying? I'm just she wouldn't expect the beer, beer, beer on the floor. Boom. She's old. She probably, he probably said like some casserole or something is oh, ready. Nah, uh, she yeah. ran in to get the casserole. Set down my man's beer. Golly. That the next right. day, you guys. The next day. <laughs> the next day. What's your... Okay. I'm putting you on the spot right now. Okay. Yeah. What's your your vote, your political... The biggest political conspiracy that you have? Ooh. I got one. I mean, it's, it's not it's not like one that people... I mean, everybody knows that the government killed JFK. Yeah, you know, I had a guy. Uh, I had a, Mark, I had a friend who worked for the Dr. Secret King. Service who told me that uh, the government didn't kill JFK. The two things he told me was that the government did not kill JFK and that aliens were real. I believe one of those two things. <laughs> okay, okay. The things I believe. <laughs> I, no, believe I, yeah. I believe about aliens. I yeah, have one. What you got? And um, you guys are gonna have to stay with me. 
Let's go. Dr. King, of course, was shot. Mm-hmm. Dr. King went to the hospital. He was revived at the hospital and was later killed by this, a doctor. We, we've talked about this on the yeah. show. He was killed by, you think he was killed by a nurse? Yes, he was killed by someone. They smothered him. Yes, he was killed. You guys should go back and listen to episode... I certainly missed that one. I forget whatever the episode we had with uh, we had the national we had the historian from the Civil Rights Museum. Yes. On, and we talked to him about the different conspiracy theories. He could not because Ther- Therese was like on one that night. Yeah, Therese he was. had Therese had a notebook full of notes. Yeah, he, he was, was he like was ready. Yeah. He was ready. And so Therese is the one that said it. Uh he didn't deny it, but he uh he said it was plausible. It was plausible, it didn't happen, but it was plausible. Hmm. Uh, I've never heard that particular mm, one because mm-hmm. because yeah, like the, the, the if you look at where the Lorraine Motel was and how long it took them to get to the hospital and the fact that the hospital there were people that said they saw Dr. King still alive at the hospital and hmm. then you know whatever whatever happens um, I think Barack Obama was a plant like Is an this, actual plant like no. a vegetable or <laughs> yeah, like yeah. A tulip? I don't I don't believe like a tulip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I was just trying to think of something. Else. I think Watergate was a uh, Watergate. That was I, a true conspiracy. That was okay. a, yeah. I think I think that uh, damn Bernstein. It was my new name. Uh, Woodward Woodward. But I think they made it up. <laughs> I think Deep Throat was a lie. And I do have one more. What you got? Oh, this is these are just my personal ones. Yeah, yeah. This is like I was just lying. I don't believe none of the shit I just said. I think um. Hillary Clinton didn't win because Obama won. You can't have two firsts back to back. You can't have the first black president and the first woman president, and they had to have something in between. There and, was a lot of weird stuff in her. And play. I can see that. And to teach people a lesson, since you want to elect a black president, we're going to give you Donald Trump. Donald Trump. So I don't think it's conspiracy. I think that's kind of how it went down. <laughs> I just think that I don't know if that's conspiracy or not. There's a caller. Is that a no, no, is that, is that, is that a like the call? government calling you? Hold on. Cut the, the mic. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. Hey, we mic. out. We out. We out. We out. We are out. We are out. <laughs> hey, caller, what's up? May I ask who's calling? Uh, hello, this is uh, Clayton. <laughs> this is Clayton. <laughs> Wait a minute. Clayton, Clayton Hickey. <laughs> yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> this is one. Cool, this, this is Jermaine Blanchard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Clayton. Oh, shit. Jermaine, no, what's up, Clay? No, no. I was like, Clayton, what up, man? So, How you doing, okay, bro? I'm talking about your, your biggest conspiracies. Oh, yeah. I, what you I got? Think I'm going to have to chime in on this and a couple things. I mean, first of all, I don't even like politics. I don't engage in politics. I mean, I did vote. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, I, but I hate it. Got you. But number one, dude, I, I, I just feel like I don't see anything at all from politics except everything we see on TV. I don't think anybody controls. My biggest conspiracy is that I feel like nobody controls anything, really. Mm. Like there's a one percent, and that's who controls everything. And that's and I, I think everybody beyond that is a is a puppet, whether that being Trump or, or whoever else. Now Trump is just retarded, right? I, I gotta say that. So, so you you think that everything not, is kind of already like made up, 
like every, the, the the everything is already out there, right? Like everything's already well, like pre-planned, pre planned, pre pre to an extent. Yeah. To an extent, I don't think I'm extreme. Yeah, to an extent, but sometimes things are just kind of just kind of shady to me. Yeah, how, how things are, and, and I don't have any specific event or anything like that. I just feel like this feels that way. The U.S. government is being controlled by just just somebody else, like. And I feel that I think there's some truth to it, though. I think sometimes we want to say, oh, it's the Illuminati or it's this group of people in a room when it's probably just corporate interest. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like there's some reality to it. And I think it's a billionaire class that really is the puppet master. When we we started tying finances to our political agenda, that's when things got. Oh, yeah. And so I think when the problem arises, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think to a degree you're just kind of like actually right now once again it doesn't mean they're all meeting in a room plotting shit out but it means that right they have the hands on their lever though and i think that's right so like y'all was saying before you know all this political stuff is kind of like rooting for a sports team like that's exactly how i feel because if you walk into a room full of people and you know everybody's cool everybody's talking blase blase but the moment politics come up you know, the room kind of just moves from one side to the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And people just kind of like filter themselves either to the left or filter themselves to the right. And that's when all the heat rises. Yeah. So, and, and that's and that's my problem with politics. Because, you know, I mean, we got Ted Cruz and blah, 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 blah. But what have they done to impact you directly? Like, that's my question, y'all. I think... From well, for me as a white dude, that's kind of my privilege is to almost be above it. Now, maybe a little economically or a little bit like in terms of my health care. But if we're talking about a lot of that's the thing that I think why white men have a problem get because it doesn't affect me that much. The difference between Donald, other than my damn headspace, my life's not that different. But for a whole well, lot of people, on. whether you're gay I, I, or on. transgender before, or poor, you can get yeah, fucked before, if you're a, before I. <laughs> Before I ask that question, I'm not I'm not talking about Trump because Trump is is definitely Pals. off the chain. Yeah. So he he he's he's an exception to this question. Like he he is the way he uh, either does or doesn't or don't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Address things on TV is all wrong. Always. Sure. Ninety nine percent of the time. No, he definitely plays by so his own rules. He, he either addresses it wrong or he doesn't address it at all, and he un- addresses it unprofessionally. But beyond all that, I just have a hard time just kind of seeing how things, you know, sometimes there is, you know, the health care and all that kind of crap. Yeah. But looking at the whole picture, I don't see how politics impact me directly so i kind of want to hear from y'all how politics a lot of that stuff is is on the local side so like like ezra was saying like the things that and that's exactly why i voted the things that like the local elections and all that stuff matter matter more to us uh in our in our everyday lives than the things on the national level up there because those things will affect us quicker um well, so there's so much gridlock at the national yeah, level. So that maybe it, if we had an effective government, there. we would feel it more. Right. But right yeah. now, we, Congress doesn't get much shit done, so it, right. you really don't feel it. I'm, try, that, I'm trying to, to think that. of something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a, of something here in Memphis um, in the last couple years that we have voted for that kind of made a quick change. Like, oh, or like I think what's the what's the minimum wage? Was that a vote to raise the minimum yeah, wage? Yeah, that was one of them. Um, well, so like, so like that that affects some people, but then again, like. 
businesses are so smart. Like if we're going to raise minimum wage $15 and I'm just going to cut hours, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm going to yeah. cut hours and do that. So you're still going to be making this things like that. So I think, or like the different type of tax, like the different type of ca- tax mm-hmm. cuts that they give yeah. for those in the cities. Those are going to be the things that affect us the most. Um, and like, then what gets cut as a result? Yeah. Then what else gets cut as a result? Like, or if you get a mayor or somebody that's in your city that don't give too, don't care too much for parks and rec yeah. and they take the money yeah. away from parks and rec and put it into this other thing. Yeah. And, I, and, and so okay. th- those, and those, those are I how you're going to see where it affects you the most. Yes. I can see that all the way, but I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The last presidential election, you know, I've seen it left and right and I, I'm on and off Facebook a million different times. Cause I get tired of seeing shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but some stuff is interesting, you know, just like all the women that's getting these, uh, offices in Congress, that's cool to me mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, either way it goes, we chipping away at something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the last presidential election, when I did was, I, I was like, okay, let me get on Google. And I looked up just the different parties, Democrat, Republican, and what is it, Libertarian? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like looked at everything and it came out like I didn't vote for Hillary or, or Trump and I voted Libertarian. Mm-hmm. It's mm. like, you know, everybody, if if you get everybody to look at this list, cause, and that's the only way I know to look at it, because I'm a black and white type person. It has to be either this way, well, that's what it seems like. It seems like people that are Republican or conservative or whatever all agree to be on just the left side. On everything. Yeah, 100%. On it, everything. It's, our guy, it's our guy. And then the that's, it's him. The We're thing. voting for him. Yep. And honestly, when I look at both lists, I'm like, yo, how can I sit here and say I'm either Democratic or Republican? You know what I'm saying? So, and and then when I hear people talk about it, I'm like, you know, are these people just talking out their ass saying, oh, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican just because they are or just because they feel like they just you know what prescribed I mean? this yo, list? Or just because or just because they're Alabama. And, and and I'm Arkansas, you know what I'm saying? Yo, the, you the you you just led me to a great question. Things. You said you voted Libertarian, so like the 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 yeah. thing right after the last election, there was the narrative that for people that didn't either, that didn't vote for either Hillary or Trump, their their vote was almost like a wasted one. You know how did you how did you take that? Since you Man, didn't vote for neither one of them, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that, and that's how that's how I feel about everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, I mean, they they said themselves, it's like you stand for something or you don't stand at all. You know what I'm saying? So if I was pissing in the wind, and so be it. That's my piss going in the wind. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't gonna vote for for Hillary. When I disagree with some of her views, or vote for Trump, when I didn't agree with his views, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I mean, what was it like? So you're in Arkansas. Um, well, we have people from Texas in Arkansas call tonight, man. We national, yeah, national in this thing. Oh yeah. So how was how was the voting climate there? Like, what was it like? I mean, you in the community, you talking to people every day. Like, how was it like over there? <laughs> I'll tell you that. I mean, that there. I mean, it's a lot of Republicans here. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of a lot of people Trump, but believe it or not, there's a lot of people here. I mean, okay. So when you think of Arkansas, you think what do you think of what do you think of when you think Arkansas? Real talk. 
If you're asking me yeah, real talk, I'm thinking up. like I think like, and this is not going to be the answer to your question, but like I think Nolan Richardson in Arkansas basketball. No yeah, lie. I think that's, with the, that's the first. Backs. Yeah, that's the first thing oh, I think God. about. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing really to think. But about. no, no. Uh, I mean, oh, Ozark, <clears throat> Ozark water. Yeah, Ozark it's water. The, it's the same thing, though. You know, I mean, when you don't talk about politics, of course, you know, you got a lot of Trump, Trump fans. Yeah. Uh, but dude, when I walk into like a gymnasium to go vote, I don't do it feeling ashamed at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because I'm walking in as a black man. And they are, and I feel like, I feel like, oh, here comes a Democratic, a Democrat voter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you think, you think that's what people think when they see you walking in to vote? I know this guy's voting Democrat. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. And, and, and when I'm in there, I, like, I don't care. So if, and I may go in there thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. These people have been voting for Trump. You know what I'm saying? They uh, smile, nice, uh, but at the same time, at the same time, they're respectful. Right. So, and, and if they respect me, then I respect them. And that's what's more important to me than politics. It's how, it's how you treat people. And that's what. And how things are handled. That's what this so think, cycle is getting away mm-hmm. from. The respectability of, like some people that call is, it respectability exactly politics. But the respectability of politics. And that's what we were, we were trying to say. Like, when it comes to navigating those friendships. In those relationships with people, whether it be coworkers, whether it be people that you have interaction with every day, <clears throat> excuse me, how do you do that respectfully? Like, I don't want to hate you. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't. I mean, because because people show their true colors. Like, a lot of people are cowards. Like, if you had posted this topic on Facebook, Ezra, because we all know how strong you feel about it, you would have had 200 comments. But you got a live uh-huh. feed. And ain't nobody called in but me and Philip. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ain't nobody chimed in. Ain't nobody typed in nothing to disagree or agree. Right. Because nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants their stuff to be to be put out there like that. They want to keep yeah. that to and themselves. I, I, I actually, yeah, I was actually thinking like about posting this on mine, like this question on mine, on my Facebook to see what people say. Like, how do you navigate your friendships nowadays with people who have different uh, political views than you? And I would like to see what they say. I'm sure if Ezra posted it, it'd be a com- he would have a completely different and, and, and thing he, than I would on mine. Here, here's how I here's how I want to navigate. Like, if somebody comes talk to me about politics, I don't want to hear, "Oh, I'm Republican." Oh, I'm I stand with Trump, and I don't want them going to Google to try to find facts. I like to know why they voted for Trump. What is Trump going to do? Like why they're Democrat? I don't want to know. Or why they're Republican? Like I want, I want you to dissect it and tell me. Yeah. Why are you voting for what you vote? And if you do, I can. Like nah, if you, if you nah, can stand nah. by what you say and what you do, I feel, I, I feel you. It's an uphill battle, but and if I, you can I, do it, I, I can. Right. feel like don't nobody know what the hell they're doing when they go vote. They just vote. There's also that, that was also an issue, and I seen people tweet and put that on Facebook. Like yo, for weeks and weeks and weeks, we've been telling them, go vote, go vote, go vote, but we ain't telling them who to vote for. Or what issues to look for, what issues to research, what can, what these candidates stand for. That's one of the things that I feel like publications in Memphis especially have done a horrible job in educating people about who they're voting for. That's oh, why yeah. the, that's why the same people get elected all the time because I just going off name recognition. Oh, yeah. Right. And I also say, <clears throat> me being in Arkansas, I, I got to stand with the guns. I can't be against guns. But I, I do think there needs to be gun control. 
Now, how you go about gun control, I don't know. Because the mofos that you don't want to have a gun are going to be the ones that get it. Right. And well, yeah, I'm not, I don't think neither one of us are advocating for taking guns away from No, anybody. I mean, n- not at all. It's just having military-grade weaponry available to any dumbass that goes to a flea market. That I mean, that just seems right. a bit crazy, you know, but no, yeah. I mean, I now, don't hate dude, guns. It just dude that was in, in uh, California that did the shooting, he was a Marine, right? Right. Now, when you get, like, discharged from uh, the military... Do they let you keep your weapons? No, I mean, under well, now you maybe you can, but under the like assault weapon ban, it doesn't matter. Like you, you are now a citizen, and yeah. citizens weren't allowed these things, so he would not have been allowed those things had those laws not been able to. They, they were not repealed; they were just allowed to die without being uh, reinstated. But like under the assault weapon ban that existed pre Bush, um, no, he would not have been able to. Like, military wouldn't have mattered, because once you're a citizen, you're a citizen, you know? But no, I, I mean, I agree. That needs to be some kind of gun control. Do you go hunting? Do you go hunting, time. Jermaine? Uh, I shot a bird once. <laughs> <laughs> did he, was did, it, did he deserve it? Was it, and I'm not, was it a worry, pigeon? The bird is fine. I didn't, I didn't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> We're good friends now. <laughs> me and the bird still <laughs> kick it. <laughs> the bird but flies I'm, around. I'm, I'm around We're good to, now. To check on me, make sure I'm doing straight. That is all people talk about right up here. Is and shooting? Hunting. hunting and shooting, yeah. Hunting, well, yeah, I mean, like... Hunting deer, geese, and they take it serious. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get that. And I, I think that's one of the problems is that people think the quote-unquote liberal viewpoint is take away all the guns when no... I don't know a single liberal that's ever said that. That's no. just kind of a... a it's a, a catch-all a, thing that they tell people. It, yeah, it's just a, you know, twisting of the of the actual argument, which is... Just not everybody should oh, have yeah. whatever they exactly. want. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, I'm with you there. I, I recognize that it's important to a lot of people in a way that it's hard for me to understand, but you got a little bit more insight into that. Yeah. Yo, well, I, Jay. But, but I don't know. Even when it comes down to it, man, I don't, I don't know how you get through to the, the next ex- extremist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're going to be so biased that they don't, they don't even want to hear it. You know well, what I mean? Well, the thing about it is, man, and – Everybody's heard this saying. Everybody, people have said this saying. Where there's a will, there's a way. And as much like if you do bane, like however you do it, if somebody wants to do something bad, they're gonna find a way to do something bad. Um, but if it's easy, then yeah, yeah. The the harder you make it, the, the less you, it happens. The now, if it, there's somebody who's hell bent, but if there's somebody who just has a whim, we shouldn't make it easy for somebody on a whim. And then you know to, what? You know what I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go back to the shooting this from this morning, but it. I hate. Like, if you're going to go into a club or you're going to do a mass shooting, don't kill yourself, fam. Man, it pisses me off. Don't every kill damn yourself. Time. Stay, it's stand so up. Yeah, that's stand real up and stand for what you did. Right. Take your damn life. Take, take, yo, like, don't don't take the easy way out. Yeah. Because you took the lives that, away that from these that, innocent people. That, that ain't going to happen. I know it's that not, but that, that, that pisses me off. It's, it's a little added insult to the injury. And you right. shut yeah. yourself out from any yeah. questions afterwards. Right. Like you're no, not around, you're not around to answer any of these questions for the families of the people that you took the lives of. Right, you're not around anymore. Yeah, it's to it's answer a, any were, of those questions. You were so bold to do that. You were so bold to do that. But you can't, you can't you can't, you can't fight can't, it afterwards. That's you right. You can't stand it. I ain't with that. Yeah, agreed. yo, but Jay, so we about to take a we about to take a quick break, man. We are gonna have to let you go. And uh, oh, man, no problem. 
Change that. We're going to change the Yeah, I love Jermaine. Good hearing from you, bro. Hey, man. Thanks for calling, bro. Yeah, Jermaine's also been a supporter for a long time. Appreciate it. Besides from high school I, and everything yeah. else. I, I want y'all to go back a little forward, so I figured why not. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Appreciate you, bro. All right, man. We're going uh, to wrap up this segment. Uh, once again, say, yo, if you voted, good job. If you didn't, forget you. Um, <laughs> Can I say one thing before we get off yeah. this this track is I think that the main thing that needs to be taught is telling people to educating people on how to educate themselves yeah. because uh, I will say that I, I have worked in radio and stuff like that and uh, at one place I was at we ran the Herman Cain show Herman Cain huge Trump apologist mm-hmm. uh, a black. Yes, a black but, Trump apologist. Uh, his show, his show ended the day after Trump was uh, elected president. Mm. Why? Because that was his that was his job. It was it was his shtick. And right, and well, he was he was obviously he was funded. His his syndication uh, ran out the day Trump was elected. Mm. That means that someone was funding him to be syndicated to put these fires out. Right. Once, yeah, you once be- his job was done. It was done. He wasn't needed anymore. Had done his role, but yeah, you got to be media savvy. So, you need to know the education needs to know. You need to know how to look through yeah. all of this media that's going on. Pick out what's real to you and what's not, and not just absorb everything that's coming at you as real life because it is not. Well, I mean, it's the same thing that people talk about. And the last thing on it, like if we used to caravans, there are people that are walking around the country today talk, thinking that. A caravan of people are going through the border tomorrow, and they're guns they're, blazing. And they're, ready to they're, they're, uh, they're thousands of miles away, and they're, and they're not like violent. They're fleeing. Honduran they're political fleeing violence. That's right. So, like yo, like you said, educate yourselves on the things that need to be that you need to be educated on when it comes yes. to this. Mm-hmm. Read, read, read. Learn, learn, learn. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll talk about the NBA, NCAA basketball. And uh, some other stuff. We'll be back on the kickback right now. This episode of The Kickback is brought to you by Diamond in the Bluff Productions. Diamond in the Bluff is an up-and-coming entertainment company that's changing the bar trivia landscape in the city of Memphis. They offer some of the best topics, music, and prizes. Check them out at facebook.com slash diamondinthebluff for the trivia schedule and locations. August's topics are I Love the 2000s, Disney movie trivia, and a very, very special Michael Jackson trivia. At the end of the month, the first Tuesday of every month is a For the Culture trivia night where the trivia is always focused on everything black culture, movies, music, TV shows, you name it. Uh, If you own a bar or a restaurant and you're interested in having Diamond in the Bluff come do a night, send them a message. That's www.facebook.com slash Diamond in the Bluff. Now let's start the show. Hey, we are back. We are back. We are back on the kickback, and we are now talking about the bouncy balls, the the National Basketball Association. That's the NBA, NBC. So, all right, we're about 10, 11 games into the season right now. Uh, so we're gonna get some first 
in game of the season thoughts. We're going to give impressions. All right. So uh, we'll just start off locally here. Um, the Grizz are six and four. And by Grizz, I mean Grizzlies. Six and four, and they, but they should very well be eight and two. Yeah. Um, they lost on the road to the Kings, lost on the road to the Suns, uh, lost to the Warriors, and they lost to Indianapolis, the Pacers, all on the road. Um, the Indy, the Indy loss and the, and the Warriors loss, you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't expect the Kings loss, but at that point in time, the Kings were playing really good. They had a week and a half of good basketball. They started off five and three, I think, and they kind of coming back down to earth. And that was a tough loss. And then and it was a tough loss. Uh, they fouled. They fouled Mark out with like four minutes to go, and we ended up losing that one. Then we lost to Devin Booker and the Suns on almost a last second shot. Um, so yeah, six and four. But if I would have told you uh, a month ago. When the season started, that the Grizz in, with the, after the first ten games, the Grizz be six and four. Would you take it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially kind of given the context. Yeah, knowing how it went down, beat the Jazz, beating good teams. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And so, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm smart because I'm not really that smart. But six and four, there's an 82 game season. This is a 10 game. So extrapolate that. Mm-hmm. If they keep this, if they just do this every 10 games, they'll be 48 and 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is 80, so there's two games left. They got there's always 82 so games. So they split the that. That's 49 yeah. and 33. 49 30. I mean, that's, I don't expect I don't expect them to do that. But that is a play. That puts you in the, that's, that's that's you a, in the playoff that's, 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 You're in the playoffs. In the that's playoffs. kind of trajectory yeah. right there. Um, so yeah, I I I, I would I'm happy. Me too. I take it. I me take too. it. The only thing that concerns me, Mike is Mike is working his way back from an injury, and mm-hmm. you can see it these last couple of games. In fact, they beat the Nuggets on Wednesday night. With, with Mike with four with, points. With Mike scoring less than ten, <clears throat> Garrett scoring less than ten, mm-hmm. and Dylan scoring less than ten was pretty impressive. Minor sure. miracle. Just yeah. yeah. Um Jaron Jackson has been what we thought he would be after summer league. He's been he's 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 gonna be he won't be in contention for rookie of the year unless we the, the record gets better and people start seeing it. But he's going to be in the All Star game in the rookie in the rookie game because he's one of the best rookies. Well, we're seeing growth already. Right. I feel like my man is truly better every game. And last yeah. night being a great, he looked great last night. His he did. stat line was great last night. And uh, turns out Tom Crean, I mean, excuse me, Tom Izzo really didn't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Which it's, I mean, we can get to that when we talk about NCAA. Like college basketball coaches' job isn't to develop players; it's to win. And Tom thought that he could win with with Jaron on the bench, and no, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like you had a you had a top five pick on your bench who's proven himself who to plays be who such, played 19 you know? minutes a game in college. Right. Now, granted, he's he now same, part of that was his fault because he did average at least three and a half. I was about, about, about to say the same things that plagued him in college are plaguing him now. He gets in foul trouble now, mm-hmm. uh, but he's a rookie. He's a he's a rookie. A big. 19 year old rookie. He's a rookie big. So that's always going to happen. Uh, else, uh, otherwhere, other. Throughout the league with other teams, um, the most high-profile team, Los Angeles Lakers, they're struggling, but I can't say that I'm surprised by them struggling. Right. I mean, I think anybody that knew what they had coming into and just know how LeBron teams work when he goes to a new team, this, this shouldn't surprise you. I don't think it's a struggle. I'm, I'm going to be one of the people that – I don't, I don't think it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. I think a struggle would be – He's playing well, and everyone else is playing poorly. And it was—it's basically the team that you expected to be. Yeah, LeBron. They're where is, I thought they would be. Who is? Uh, and and I love the guy. You know, what I'm saying I go, I waver back and forth between him and Jordan all the time, but he has become at best an average defender. 
It's his 16th year in the league. It you, you show me somebody that's been in the league 16 years is still an above average defender. You show me somebody that 16 year in the league that averages 27, 7, and 7, and people think this, they're on, they're on a downside. There's, no, there's really gotta, no excuse for his We defense. have to look at LeBron as a person who's been in the league no, for you 16 can't. years. You, 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 you have, have to. to. No, you have to look at him as holding him to the standard of the best player in the league. You can't, you can't say he's the best player in the league and – He's indifferent on defense. It's not that he can't play defense anymore. He doesn't. He don't no, want to. I've been I, in the no, league I, for sixteen years. Fuck playing defense. He doesn't try. I don't. I wouldn't either. I'm, Jordan, I'm about to Jordan, run around with y'all. Jordan won a defensive player of the year. Jordan won a defensive player. of the LeBron year. LeBron got robbed of one, so I you can just throw that out the window. I don't know. Marcus Hall won defensive player of the year. Yeah, Joe that, King, that, okay, Noah okay, won that, that was weird. Player of but the year. I don't think LeBron has come. I don't. Think that LeBron's he has rightfully place. won a defensive player of the year. No. I mean, he hasn't won one, so he's, he hasn't Can you do rightfully it, won one. What's that? Can you Google, use your Googles, and see how many times LeBron finished like top three or four in the, in that voting? I, I it should I, maybe basketball basketballreference.com. He can start. I would say he was. I want, I want to give you a round figure. Is it at least five times? Because. He came back from the. I was gonna make an argument about Chris Paul not being MVP worthy. Then I looked at his and he was like, "Is Chris Paul has finished like in the top three for MVP yeah. like five times?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I'm telling you about Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul, as much is, as I hate Chris Paul, I'm like, "God, right. I can't make that argument." God. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have a conversation. You gotta take. You guys. I, I have. You gotta take. I have a question you got spit, for you, guys. you got, on Spitgate or no? Are we talking about? Spitgate? No, nah, I'm not talking about Spitgate because that's okay. kind of in the past. We kind of let that one go. Who won that fight? Um, Rondo. I don't know. Rondo. Chris, Chris caught him with the uppercut. And Chris caught him twice, I believe. I don't Rondo. think you, you can't spit on somebody. I, I think that that is I mean, so that's, disrespectful. I mean, that's, I mean that's oh yeah, that's a given. That's a given. That's a given. That's a given. But I don't think he purposely spit on him. Okay. You I mean, know, what, what, what was your point? What was your, what was your conversation? This is it's kind of off the Chris Paul thing mm-hmm. and LeBron thing, but I'm gonna go. I was having a conversation with a couple of my friends on the top 10 all the time. And Kobe's not on there. Kobe Bryant is in there to me. He's he is eight. in there. He's eight, nine or 10. Yeah. He's not even the best in his franchise. He's not even the top three in his franchise history. I have. Okay. Curse, huh? <laughs> I have a, I have a question for you guys. Come on, man. Well, I, well, I have a take. Steph Steph Curry is in the top ten all time to me. He's a he's a top ten all time player, and I believe when it's all said and done, Kevin Durant will be a top ten all time. When is all he ain't top ten right now? Top ten all time right now. KD's not. No. Okay. And this was and this was and this was the question I was I was asking. Bird or Durant? Oh boy, let me tell you, let me tell you, I like. Me and JP, my boy JP, we had a heated. I don't even. I, JP knows the right buttons to press with me. Yeah, because I don't even like to argue over text with this. But we we argued for like two hours about is a stupid. It was a fictional thing. Like in their prime, if you could pick these players, who would you pick? And I had Larry Bird on my team, and he was like, "Yo, you gonna try to put a prime Larry Bird?" Oh shit! No, but, boys. Whoa, whoa, boys, What are you doing? I with the lost something in my Come ear. Uh, I, I didn't do that. What happened? I, lost, I can't hear on my right ear. It's Me fine. neither. 
I can't hear I'm gonna just go. Like, I'm gonna go like this. So are we all good. having a stroke? I yeah, thought I it was. So. <laughs> are we all having strokes? I think we're having strokes right now. <laughs> Here, pass water around. We're all having a stroke at the same time. Stay calm, everybody. Uh, it was. It was. It was actually that, that, my strokes over. I'm good. You that's guys, it. I'm good. It was the host's fault. <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't, what did I do anyway? Uh, okay, answer so my no. Okay. Answer my question. My question: uh, Durant or Bird? Because I gotta go to Ezra. Durant or Bird? I'm taking. I'm going Durant. Larry Legend. I'm going Durant though. Are you okay? But, but I will. I will make the case that Larry Legend deserves to be in anybody's okay. top ten. Oh, okay. Because in his prime, he was beating the people that you. If you got Magic in your top ten, yeah, right. you gotta have Bird in your top yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was giving all I, them niggas. Buckets. Okay, okay. So I have another question. <laughs> magic or Curry? Magic, Magic or Steph? I think that's a hard one because so much of Steph's. Uh, particular skill set has yeah. more to do with today's it's different games where the three-point game is so much more important than when matt you know what i'm saying like it's it's a little apples and oranges they're just going, two different kinds of players with two different skill sets yeah. that fit their particular yeah. era which you could say about everybody but almost especially with that one i am i am my bias is and i can say not by, I, I don't like little guards and with Magic being a six nine guard, I'm gonna take Magic. I can, but the gap <laughs> the gap is the gap is no, there, there not is, a big gap. There's only two people that have really changed the game: Michael Jordan and Steph Curry. Mm. There are only two people Chang- who have Will changed. Will Chamberlain mm. changed the damn game? Will Chamberlain has not. There, there are no rule changes for Will Chamberlain. There is. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar changed the college game. They they allowed Duncan because of him. Two people have changed the game. Michael Jordan. How did Mike change it? And Steph Curry. How did Mike change it? I know he changed it. I just want to hear Mike made it a more airborne game. Like, Mike made it a more highlight style of game to me, Mm -hmm. personally. And, of course, Steph has... Steph has really ushered in the three-point era. Now, all of... all, All of... Everything that an NBA team does now is because... Of the Golden State Warriors, and more importantly, Stephen Curry. I will say this: three point line. I won't. I won't take away switching on D. I want you to. I want you to amend that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Every, like pause everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to say the Spurs and Greg Popovich. They are the ones that started. Steve Kerr played for the Spurs. Steve Kerr saw this. He was with Pop. He knows this. And then when he, That's and when a good he, point. And when he became the coach of the Warriors, he implemented basically all the things that Pop was doing with different type of players. Like Manu and Tony back in the day were kind, not, not kind of doing the same thing because they ran different things, but like the things that they got no, going, that, that's, what, that's what they were going on. Steph is, Steph is way, way more an extension of Steve Kerr's sons than he is Steve Kerr's Spurs. I'll give you that. Period. Well, because, then, then because, you got to talk about D'Antoni and the because, fact that Steve Kerr bought in D'Antoni and D'Antoni was the one that brought in the seven seconds or less and all that, which is a great book by um, what's my Steve guy? Kerr came on the back end Steve Jack, Kerr actually uh, not gentlemen Steve Kerr fired D'Antoni because he didn't hire Thibodeau but because he didn't hire Thibodeau to be his lead assistant but Steph he should have got fired yeah Steph you add some defense to that if you ask me Amari Amari got rings if you had defense to that team yeah that's probably right and if Robert Hort, Robert Ory didn't just Robert Ory cost the Suns a championship. 
Okay, so by hip checking Steve, by hip checking uh Steve Nash. If you put KD and Steph in there, you got to take two guys out. Well, I mean, we do this all the time. We we start going down one way, but we go this other way. What's your top ten? No particular order. Hold on, let me write it down because you be talking too fast. All right, let's go. No order, no order. I'm not putting no orders. What you got? I'm gonna put Jordan up there because I know you got Jordan in there. Jordan, mm-hmm. LeBron, LBJ, Shaq, mm-hmm. Kobe, Deba- Duncan, debatable, Duncan, uh huh, Curry, Curry, Durant, Kevin, Magic, the Magic Man, Bird, Bird, and Kareem. Solid. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, One, two, three, four. Four of your ten are the Lakers. Are from the Lakers. Maybe five if KD joins next year. He not. If you had to put those four in order, what would you do? Oh. Kobe's last. The great sure. and the, I, I I I don't know, I man. I, I set you up for that. Kobe's did, fucking last. I vehemently disagree. Got, like Kobe. It is a real toss up between Kobe and Magic. You better get out of here. It is it is a you toss up between Kobe stop and Magic. Talking, J-O. God, I, boy. Kobe Kobe Mm-mm. Kobe has been okay, the only thing that Magic has more than Kobe is league MVPs, I believe, because Magic has 3, I believe, and Kobe has one. I shouldn't have got that one. But Kobe but Kobe was robbed of two before that. He shouldn't have got that one. Kobe was robbed of, was. Those, of those two before that. He was. So I can't, I can't lie. He was. Reasonably, Steve Nash. The, 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 fact that the, Steve, Steve Nash. the fact that Steve Nash has two MVPs and Kobe is, has one is is ridiculous. And that fucks with Steve Nash. The and fact Dirk, that he has one is kind of crazy. The, like, the, my man, the, I like the my fact, man. The fact that we let now. that happen on our watch, we're yeah, like, hey, yeah, bro, that was a, a little bit wait much. Wait a minute. And Dirk also slips, slides, slid. Don't you talk about? Don't you talk about Dirk? Yeah, I can't talk about a guy that got put out in the first round after he won MVP. I can't talk about Dirk that way. I can talk about a guy. No, because. That Warriors team, that was a Warriors team, right? Yeah. That Warriors team was, they were hungry. That was Steven Jackson, yeah. Matt Barnes. It's, I mean, it's the playoffs. Everybody, everyone's hungry in the playoffs. Troy Murphy. Everyone's hungry in the playoffs. No, they traded Troy Murphy. He went on that team? No, they traded him for Jack. They were the 2011 Grizzlies or whatever that squad was. That they beat everybody. That knocked out the Spurs. Yeah. They were just made to win. I, I kind of like, I like your list. I don't know. The, my only... My only questions might be Kobe and Curry, but I don't. I'm not gonna put up too big of a fight for either one. Yeah, I, I'm. No, I'm like I, I, I like the list. I understand Solid why. List. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make any sense. I, I understand why. I'm looking like I, I think history is gonna really tell it on Kobe. It, it's, it's it's gonna be they're gonna be. I'm really afraid that. History. People, history people are going to be. History's going to forget Kobe Bryant. Nah, he's, I don't. I don't think history's going to forget Kobe Bryant. His stands won't let us. Yeah, that's, his that's stands. Oh my God, his <laughs> stands. The stands won't let us. That's forget. why I don't like Lakers fans. Yeah. I, I like Lakers fans. I hate Kobe fans. Right, me too. Because they think Kobe made the Lakers, and no, 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 no. That's not what happened. Right. Kobe was a force. All right, but um, bring bring it back. Bring it back to current. Bring it back to current. This current season right now. What do you think about the Bucks, Raptors, Nuggets, Celtics? What the, like the East is looking good. The fucking like the rap the Raptors and the Bucks each have like one loss relative to the West. Just real, I mean, just, just I mean relative to to how the East has been and playing basketball. Looks, Celt- it looks really good. The Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks look good. The Raptors look really good. Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi is not all the way back yet, and they look really good. 
I'm buying all. You think he stays in Toronto? Uh, who? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I, I just. I think anything short of a championship, he leaves. Anything short of a championship, and obviously, Golden State is the preeminent favorite. The favorite. Yeah. So anything short of a championship, he leaves. But Toronto looks good. Like if they, I'm him, I'm staying there. Though I'm not trying to come back to where, the West. Where but are you going? Golden State will. Golden State is going to decline in the next two years. It's just. It's just impossible to play at that high of a level for eight years in a row. It's just impossible. No, nothing's uh, with with my, it's it's not the '90s or the early 2000s. It, careers are so extended now. I I don't see them stopping until somebody leaves. Until and they're making so much money right now, they when, can afford to pay. When everybody. when 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 Andre Iguodala retires, which I say in the next two years, yeah, it might be after this season. But but people are dying to get over there because if he gets Ariza was dying to get over there. This is how many they won? Two or three? Three. They've won three. Three. If he if, if Iguodala gets to four after this year, he's done. He already came out. He he pranked. He was on a uh, like they were doing an interview with him, and he at the end of the interview said, uh, "This is my retirement." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already pranked it. So I mean, like I I think that it's pretty I'm, close. I'm yeah. sure. I I'm pretty sure. I think Clay resigns. I think they keep the, they keep that core intact. KD leaves. KD's going to leave. Goes the Lakers. And, and I don't think going to. I think going to the Knicks. If he goes to the Knicks, this your team. I will be one. Speaking of your team, how you think about my boy? How you like my boy? Oh, I meant to text how you. you like I so zo, and I wasn't a really big fan of Alonzo Trier in college. But want to know why you weren't a big fan of him? Sean Miller. I'm not. Yeah, that's why. Because Sean yeah. Miller, Sean Miller ruins every player that he. No, no. yes, you do. Sean, yes. you, you ruin every player every that you player. have. But um, we yeah. lost a fucking Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, we're we not them. making. We're not going to make the tournament this year. Yeah, they lost to Buffalo. Eesh. We yeah. lost to Buffalo the with worst. three NBA players on our team. Yeah. One was the number one pick. Eesh. Yeah, and the worst Adam Sandler. I learned a lot of stuff below in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and they learned a lot of stuff. Jesus Christ, Sean, you kill me. You my guy. Send, and, me, and send, that, me, send me some I'm more gear. I'm not a big fan of that greasy hair. Send me some more gear, bro. Like, that I greasy need, hair. He, he's need, not an Arizona. That's not. That's a. That's a more East Coast hairstyle. I need. I need my yearly package. Just send me. <laughs> send me my shirts and my shorts. He needs to throw a little dust in their hair. He might. My God, leave. Well, you make it. You, you make it tough. Anyway, so when I went to when I went to Red Blue game two years ago, Joe's sophomore year, it was him and Kobe Simmons on the floor. Him, Kobe Simmons, and Laurie on the floor at the same time. Yeah, you had a story about that. And I was like, shh. He just jumped like. You you knew Kobe was good, but I thought Kobe needed more time in college. Obviously, that's why he's out the league now. Um, he'll be back. He's going to be back. Laurie was Laurie, and Laurie just went to college because he needed to go to college. Like he didn't college didn't do anything for him. But Zoe, you could just see, like you could say, that's an NBA player. You can look at his body that he played. It was a red and blue game, so it was a glorified scrimmage. They weren't calling. They weren't calling plays. They weren't calling anything else. So he just looked at him like, oh, that's an NBA player. And then the season happened, and yada yada yada. Steroids and yeah, and all of that other stuff. But now he's in the league, and Fizdale's letting him play. Mm-hmm. Fizdale to- has nothing to lose. I love that guy coaching our team because he just like you come to the game on Sunday, next Sunday, the, not next Sunday, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's when oh, play the, that's when we play the Knicks. We do. Oh, I would love to go. I, I got. I, I got oh my god, <laughs> my god. Yeah, hey, but. I don't I don't know um about see I want us to sign KD and us but, as the Knicks. Yeah, us 
Uh, and I am terrified of Kyrie and Jimmy. Because both of those guys have bad knees, so. Both of them got bad knees. Yeah. Kyrie's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kyrie's, Kyrie had, had a knee clean up and he missed the whole part of last season. And, you know, Jimmy missed probably two months last year. He got hurt the game after the All-Star mm-hmm. game. And they almost missed the playoffs. And we just don't need any speaking more. Of, speaking of Jimmy Butler, what do you feel about this Minnesota situation with him? Are they going to keep him trading? What do you think? Uh, they're just holding off the inevitable. Anytime a guy tells you I'll play, I'll tell you when I want to play, which half of the back-to-backs, just just get them out of there. They have to yeah. feel more comfortable knowing that they do have a superstar in Derrick Rose again. Huh? All right, boys, you've been, you been want to talk about Derrick Rose. He should. Get your, get your Derrick Rose take off your chest. Yeah, All was, I'm going to say yeah, is I wish you would have taken his SAT and we didn't have to like it. <laughs> At least, like, not have the win that we not have the loss that we suffered. So, this this is a question that Jason and John asked after it happened. Like the, Ugh, the fact, John. yeah, I know the fact that. Um, were you happy for Derek, or did you not care for his? 50 I'm pretty. Point game? I'm pretty. Uh, I was a stand. I mean, he cried, and you <laughs> have to like be sympathetic to a crier. I mean, I'm now, excited I for was, my man, big time. Yeah, I was. I was excited, but I was like, be, because because he cried before the final possession, and like there's still was still a chance the game went overtime. Like your head in the game, like you're crying. Come on, bro. He still he the way that he got to the the NBA still is is tarnished because of the way he got there. To you, how did yeah. he get there? To you, by being no one. To me. To, to me, no. To the to the rules that were set in place by the by to the this. NCAA. Oh, who cares about yeah. that? To, to this series, to I city. care about that. <laughs> I care about the rules. We had, I, players the get paid. Entire season who, was was. I they, saw it. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw it. So it doesn't really matter unless they got some men in black type thing where they can erase my you, memory. You remember it? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> like nobody remember. Like what? What do you want to look up in the forum and see? Hey, there's our runner-up banner right there. I remember that. No, no, it uh, no. It, it does matter. It does matter because we got to we got to the big game. We got to the big game, but it doesn't matter because he did something wrong and it was taken away I'm from a, us. I'm gonna say the this. loss was taken away. I want to remember that loss so bad. It doesn't matter be able because to read we still. A, it, <laughs> it takes away. It takes away CDR's dunk on Kevin Love. No, it doesn't. It take, no, it doesn't. You still got that. You still got that. It is a picture of it. The win is not there. Because what do you want to look it up in a book or something? I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Y'all. I'm going to tell you this. Hey, and come. I, I say this with 100% knowledge of the facts. He wasn't the only one on the team that did some wrong shit. Yeah, and, and I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this. I know this one. As, as a 100% lifelong Memphis fan, a real Memphis fan, I've seen Tick Price. Johnny Jones and a whole cast of characters try to coach this team and we lost for so long I didn't give a damn if we pulled uh fucking blue chips and paid everybody penny and motherfucking Rick Fox got them to come down and play that was our season. It doesn't matter. Everybody gets oh oh. So you think Zion's playing for free? Apparently, yes. He is. <laughs> so so Kansas wanted to pay him a quarter of a million dollars, and he went to do for free. Okay. Shout, first, I won't stop you right there. Shout out to Johnny Jones. He uh, he's the coach at Texas Southern. Texas Southern beat Baylor 
Yeah, the nice. Shout out to Johnny Jones. Shout Johnny, out to Zion. You can shoot. I, I didn't cool, know man. you could shoot. About, I thought oh, you could just, like Zion about to show y'all. But let's talk about it. Let's go to the NCAA. Duke is a problem. Yes. I don't want Duke to be a problem. Barrett but Duke is Zion a problem. And Zion, Zion could not wait for this because all he heard for the last eight months was, oh, he's just a dunker. He can't do anything else. And when the he first thing he first thing he did was shoot, shoot a three, was shoot a three sweat. Then he ripped somebody. Then you see how quick he got off the floor. This dude is a he's is a freak of nature. I mean, in our defense, we've never seen anything on the mixtape highlights but him dunking. Right, exactly. So people should be like, I mean, that's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand. I understand. But like. I don't want to be. I mean, like I said, Arizona's going to be down this year. You know, so you don't want to be a Duke fan. I don't want to be a Duke fan. You don't have to be a Duke fan. You be a plan. You be a fan of players. I don't want to be a Duke fan. You just be a fan of players. Somebody's going to ask that at me, man. I don't want to be. A Duke I mean, like in, in the in the in the climate of coaches in the NCAA. Coach K still seems to be pretty clean. I'm so, just waiting on somebody oh, to find. Coach something. K ain't clean at all. It's oh been God. it's been a so name, many. You think a guy out. with a name that long is clean? <laughs> Lance Thomas, Corey McGetty, Elton yeah. Brand, yeah, all like you. It, it's people, all people that, but they're not. They ain't, you don't know about them. They ain't pushing it. Like Lance Thomas, I know. I know this because. Whatever. You but anyway, <laughs> anyway obviously, car. Lance got caught with all that jewelry and whatnot while he was at Duke because Lance is from New Jersey and he was getting hooked up from people in New York for whatever reason. All the other stuff. Um, damn, who was just, who was recent? I want to say Okafor, but no, Okafor didn't get caught with none of that. Um, I don't know. The thing is, there's no, there's K been, no K been dirty no, just no. as long as Cal been dirty, but people care about Cal more than they care about K. And now K done it's took the hair. And K done took the same thing that Cal done did and turned into this. And everybody looking at him like, oh my God, it's amazing when Cal been doing it for years and people still want shit on Cal. But since K did it, it's okay. One of them had ESPN and the other one doesn't. K took Cal's whole scheme. Soon as Cal, Cal stepped on Kentucky's campus and told you what he about to do. I'm about to get the best high school players. They're going to be here for one year. If we win, we win. If we don't, they go to the league and my profile goes higher. I don't care about whatever. We get a national championship. We got three Final Fours. Cool. K tried to do it. Won a national championship with Okafor and Jones and Winslow. Um, and now he, gonna win, he probably won another one with this one. Or... He could do what Coach K does, quiet as kept, and, and lose. lose to Mercer in lose the second round. <laughs> or lose, lose to, to Lehigh. Lehigh. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He does that <laughs> yo, type of Get K, Coach. Yeah, yo, like, people don't know this. Get yeah. K up out of here when it comes to that. Now, granted, I can't talk. We lost to Buffalo last year. But get K up. And like, don't, don't deify K to me just because of all this other stuff. I mean, and if you coach – like 50 years, you should have like four championships. What does he have? Like four or five? Than, we got more than four. He has five. Yeah, about five. Probably got six. He, he has five. He got six. He got six. He might have six. He's got the two, the two with Grant Hill. He's got 01 with Jason Williams. They beat us. He got uh, John Shire. That's four. He's got uh, the big guy who just won Oklahoma. Oh, he, you know, uh, yeah, so it's five. Yeah, he's got he, got, five. he got at least five. I mean, he's a um, coach of 50 years. One every 10 years, you probably do. Bayheim got one. Bay, zone. That's why he got one. Speaking of that, okay, we're talking about the college stuff. Um, 
the G League has started. They say they're going to offer one hundred and twenty-five thousand um, dollars to kids to come to G League that want to skip college to to get to play be professional. What do y'all think about that? Now, fully in support. I want to. I'm. I want to couch couch it. I guess with. They haven't said how they're gonna implement it. They they haven't said if every I team is gonna get one one slot where they can give somebody hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. If it's just gonna be a couple of kids and they decide which teams they go to or whether they haven't gotcha. decided how they wanted to do it yet. Okay, what you say? Yeah, I say paid NCAA athletes. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, G League all day. It just doesn't. It's almost getting mad <laughs> at Derrick Rose, who's is. a baller, for not taking that. Why the hell is my manager at the SAT? It, he wants the ball. Yeah, open up the G League. It I makes a it, lot of sense to me. I think it's cute, to say the least. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> Do you mean to tell me? It's a start. <laughs> okay, so if I'm RJ Barrett, <laughs> am I going to take this? No. This, this $125,000 to play in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Or am I going to take this one hundred eighty five dollars? I'm so sick to be the big man on campus at Duke. That's, I'm, because that's a good getting, point. I'm so sick of <laughs> no. people using these obscure ass cities when they when they make these arguments. Am I going to be RJ Barrett to go play in Sioux Falls? Iowa? Oh yeah, am I going to? No, gonna ta- no gonna you say it. Say it. Yeah, yeah, are you going to be RJ Barrett and come want to play in Memphis, Tennessee? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> to, to play in to play in the Lander Center in South Haven? No, you're not. Right. Not. You want to go live in Fielder Square? I don't want to. That's where that's where they live. It. You want to yeah. live in Fielder Square? No. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bus from Dayton, Ohio, to Ames, Iowa, on a glorified mega bus when I could be taking planes and being the big man on campus and eating how I want to and sleep how I want to and making a lot more money for a little less time. That's a decent point. That's the point. That's that's, that's, that's the that, entire. I like it point. in principle, but that. I mean, but I mean, because that's fair, because they're only going to offer that to the top high school players. Right. And if you're a top high school player, you're going to college. And, and plus, that doesn't even cover what your parents have to get or any of that, because the school's going to pay your parents. I mean, newsflash, you guys don't know they pay their parents and people like that, too. So this school's going to cover your whole family or you're going to take this one twenty five. Well, it, it doesn't and matter live in when the, in the next purgatory CBA. In 2020, well, not 2020, 2021, 2022, high school kids will be able to come to the league. So Yeah, by the time LeBron... Um, LeBron Jr. Yeah, by the time LeBron Jr. is ready, that's that's why I like LeBron's like the VP and LeBron Jr.'s goddad is the president. Mm-hmm. So All right, so, uh, okay, we talked about that. Oh, Any, uh, yeah, Memphis is going to win the national championship next year and tomorrow's right, angry. Next. <laughs> Don't be mad. Next, Memphis, Memphis will win a national championship before Arizona will. Yeah, I'll take that bit. <laughs> well, I mean, as it as it stands right now, yeah, as it stands right now, as it stands right now, for, yeah, for, we're going to win a national championship for, before for, for next year. We yeah. have a higher, we have a better recruiting class. Yeah, it sounds as, as, good. as it as it stands for as it stands right now. Yeah, but after they as transfer of, to of, Memphis, after as right. of today, now if y'all get if y'all get Wiseman and whatnot, we'll talk. Yeah, but as of right now, we have a better recruiting class, and when you win one, you can come sit at the table. When you just win one first, and then we'll, then we can talk. Come huh. sit at the table with us. I thought, I thought that to, whole get to, the, get to another Final Four. I thought they said the table can, thing was. I thought they said the table thing was for we like when you win in the we new millennium. That. Like we that. I, you don't, you know, oh, okay, you so don't count. Was, you don't count the last. Was, you don't when, count. When did Memphis win in the new millennium? Oh, oh, we have the same amount of titles in the new millennium as Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, when 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 um when the uh but we but we still got one. Do you like? Do y'all got the legend jerseys? 
Yeah, you don't. You got the, you got the elite. You hey, don't. oh, but do you guys have a guy who's going to get us all this stuff? No, you had that old um, Leslie Nielsen double danger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't you, you have, talk about Coach Olsen that way? And now you Lou have, Olsen is a saint. And now you have some greasy haired guy who you're going to chase back to Xavier. <laughs> Lou Olsen is a saint. But I, I'll take I'll take your bet. I'll take that bet. Yeah. I'll take that. It's going to be so good I'll take when, I, when I knock on your door and I'm like, hey, you want to come to the parade? You <laughs> I'm going to be there. Like, bro, I'm not a Memphis hater. I just want Memphis to be more realistic. And that's all I, that's all I need. I'm being so realistic because, like, the championship parade is going to be so awesome. It's going to be everything. <laughs> yeah, and when is it going to happen that next yeah, year? Yeah, and, and, like, I don't want Jerry Lyle So, y'all going to start five forwards? Um, we might start four forwards and one guard. Okay, gotcha. it's gonna change the change the game. Gotcha. Is it, gotcha. That's an innovation. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Golden State in reverse, baby. <laughs> three three teams have changed basketball: Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, Memphis and, the, and the 2019 Memphis Tiger basketball. Coach about Penny Hardaway. Uh, this, like, the, I was going to say, like, no, I'm not going to say that. Say I don't, don't want to bring it back. Uh, I don't want to bring it that way. Uh, oh, no, I, do, hey. I do. I do. I do. I do believe that. This this next week is going to be a huge week for the Tigers and Penny. Playing LSU in LSU on next Tuesday on the 13th. It's going to be a real test. Um, playing Yale next Saturday. Yale's a senior-laden team. You know, they're going to be good. Um, my one hope for Penny and for the team and for the city is, you know, just temper the expectations for this first year. Mm-hmm. I'm all about, like, what you're talking about? Please be excited for next year. Like, mm-hmm. talk all the shit you can for yeah. next year. Yeah, I just because that's, that, that's the year you like. Please, I'm, I'm I can't even argue that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, boo, talk. But for this year, I'll settle for like a sweet sixteen this year, or like a lead eight or something like that's, that. No, you're not tempering your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Hey, I tell people like I'm a real Memphis fan. Like I've been through so many like. Like I was a fan when I was praying that we beat Southern Miss, you know what I'm saying? So I don't. It's nice to be it, back. It, it, it doesn't no no. It doesn't bother me when they're bad because I'm 29. They've been bad <laughs> majority of my life. It does. It doesn't like like people were so outraged with like. When like Passners last year and Tubby's first couple of years, like I'm not used to Memphis looking like this. Hey. Somebody, somebody told me that Josh last year set the program back 15 years. Nah, he just took us. He just took us back in a time machine 15 years. And That's I all. said, "Geez, Louise." Yeah, yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, people just started watching when Derrick Rose got there. I guess right. They didn't. Like I said, when well, you talk about the Tick Price and the Johnny Jones era, like, come on now. I mean, literally, like, or Cal's first three years. I mean, like, literally, like three years before. Derrick Rose got there They were in the NIT No two years before he yeah. got there We were in, we were in the NIT yeah, that's it. People, don't, people don't get it uh, We'll talk about Kansas real quick Kansas, Dedrick Lawson, KJ Lawson Oh you know those are my guys Those are my guys Dedrick be All-American He's already preseason All-American I, I have a bet with the a uh, famous former Memphis alumni basketball player that Diedrich would be the guru. No, he's not the he's not the wing guru. Nah, he nah. This guy played in the league. Okay. Um, that Diedrich would be Big Twelve Player of the Year, and it's almost a given though. And he was like, "No, you think he's better than Josh Jackson?" I said, "It doesn't matter if he's better than Josh Jackson. He's he'll probably be a better college player than Josh Jackson because this is his fourth year of playing basketball in college." Yeah. 
So I mean, and he still got does he got another year after this? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got another year, and uh, he, hopefully he got to go league after this though. He can't be a twenty five year old trying to go to the league with that athleticism. He won't be twenty five. How old is he gonna be? It'll be like twenty three at, at the most. He's no, three. no, he wasn't. No, he no, he reclassified, so it'll be twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, he after reclassified. He reclassified. Huh? You know he, he wasn't. He 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 jumped from eleventh grade to um. He still got to go this year. I mean, if he got, he got to. I mean, if he, he wants to, he got to. Ain't no won't. He, he might want to play with his little brother next year. Chandler ain't going to Kansas. Who knows? He's going to Georgia Tech with Josh. I wanted to say it, but I was waiting <laughs> on you to say it, and I saw he going to Georgia. I Tech saw with the Josh. post, and it looked like his visit there went really well. I said, "This kid's going to Georgia Tech for real." Or Oregon. Yeah, I saw his visit to Oregon, but that Georgia Tech post, like they. Oregon and and I, I honestly believe that Keelan and the mom kind of trust Josh or like like Josh enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, and he back here in the city playing at Wooddale. Him, and him and, and Jonathan playing at Wooddale. Yeah, and I think um, and I think they want him to go somewhere where he's going to get the majority of the touches, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to get those touches at Georgia Tech. And same he, way Deidre got him at Memphis in his, his freshman year. And uh. I don't think with uh, Cole Anthony there and probably Bobo would probably want it done, but I think Oregon. You think Cole Anthony's going to Oregon? Uh, who knows? Hmm, interesting. Because they're recruiting both of them at, at the same time because you know they're both going to Oak Hill yeah. this year. No. Chandler's back in Memphis. I heard he's going to Oak Hill in January. He's going to go to Oak Hill in January. So he left Oak Hill. To come back to Memphis temporarily to go back to O'Hill in January. That's, I, I heard. I'm, I'm hearing different things. From different I ain't, I'm gonna trust what you say, but what I'm gonna say is, voice hit the music. Oh, see how you see how we get so. It's been a while, but we still seamless with it. What an outro! It's been. It's, I know. I caught you. I caught what you. An outro. <laughs> I sneezed right when you did it. <laughs> voice hit the music. It's been, a, it's been a minute, but we said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a kickback on the Audio <laughs> Podcast Network. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's been a minute. We've uh, we're on hiatus for a while, for a couple weeks, but we're back. We'll be recording more shows this month. Want to spend a send a send a special shout out to my guest Ezra, the Kickbacks political correspondent, and Jo, the Kickbacks almanac and conspiracy theorist. We got the voice behind us, Wheels of Steel, as always. Thanks to our callers, Pomeroy. And Jermaine, thank you guys for calling in. Y'all gave really good input, really good stuff tonight, man. Thank you guys. Oh, once again, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe to the show. Like, comment, five-star rating. We thank you guys for all the support. Look out for some things we're doing in the future. Like we say every time we record, stay safe, stay woke, keep your head on the swivel, and we are out. You know? is an OM production. For more information, go to the OAMnetwork.com.